A one, a two, a one, two, three, four. back again everybody we're back for episode three of fantasy brews less than a month until the first matchup of the season super excited chiefs texans thursday night who you got oh man i'm gonna have to go chiefs yeah i think so (laughs) the the texans won't be set yet especially with no preseason they won't be set like in the later down the road in the season that would be a much better matchup well deandre oh never mind he's on the cardinals well, I think I think the week one Texans won't be ready. They won't have found themselves yet. And the Chiefs are coming off a Super Bowl win. If it was like a week <laughs> nine, it'd be a good, close, close, close matchup. They're going to be feel fun much closer. That's going to be a great game regardless. Oh, yeah. I don't care. It'll be awesome High to watch. High scoring. Yeah. The sure. last time they matched up last season was a hell of a game. Well, do you remember the score? I don't remember. No, but I, think I, I remember, remember it, it, it came down game. to like a shootout. That's, that's awesome. It was crazy. Football's back soon. Almost. <laughs> uh, stats are in. On last episode, and we had a total of 27 downloads, which is an improvement. We are improving our numbers. That's that's exciting. I think we had, correct me if I'm wrong, I think we had the same amount of downloads in the first couple days as we did for the entire yeah, first episode. Yeah, the first couple days on this second episode went a lot better. So thank you, everybody out there. Let's get the next numbers up, and let's keep going and going and going. Tell your friends, tell your family, find us on Fantasy Bruce. And tell your cats, too. They love the show. Tell that barista you've been meaning to talk to. Maybe they like fancy football, and boom, now you're getting married. Invite us to the wedding. Could you imagine if the, those two people were one of two of the 27? <laughs> They'd have so much. God, what, is, what an exclusive club that would be. It might happen. <laughs> uh, we are available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Make sure to go follow us on Twitter, at Fantasy Brew Pods. We made a couple of Twitter friends last week. Yeah, we have, we got we can get in some engaging conversations, some feedback, and one Twitter enemy. Yeah, <laughs> this, there's this one guy. I don't. I'm going to call him an enemy. I feel like he's he's just felt very strongly that Jonu Smith is not going to do anything this season. Don, we, he says twenty sixteen to twenty. Yeah, and I mean, I'm way, I'm hoping Jonu Smith does well, just so I can find that tweet, go all the way back, and yes. come and be like, how's it going now? <laughs> Not that I got nothing against you. Everyone's, I love debating about football. Right. I love debating. But I, think, I also like being right. I think part of debating means being at least open to the other yeah. side. and consider Because there's a very real chance that John o. Smith is a not that great tight end. Except he's there basically wide receiver too. He's, he's primed he's prime <laughs> for the opportunity. He's and, got nothing else. Corey Davis. Who, while there is a world where he finishes pretty poorly, there's, I feel like, a better chance in a world where he finishes in that mid-range and has a chance to really, really step up. He's an athletic freak kind of guy. I hope so. Tighten up. Today's beer... We are going with Spotted Cow, requested by Brian on Twitter. Another beer from New Glarus last year. Two women is also New Glarus, but this is like a Wisconsin staple. This is the Wisconsin beer. Like everyone, Miller Lite, I live literally a mile away from that place. No, this is the Wisconsin (laughs) beer. It is a farmhouse cream ale. A little cloudy with some fruity notes to it. Another one you can only get in Wisconsin. I know when you and I have been drinking it since we started drinking beer. It's, yeah. it's just what you – this is the beer in Wisconsin. If you have friends coming from out of town, send them home with the case. If you're sitting there thinking, wow, two New Glarus beers in a row, two beers that you can only get in Wisconsin, 
Well, get the hell on Twitter and tell us what beer you want. Because yeah. this was a uh, this was asked for by one of our most respected followers. We'll drink any beer. <laughs> we just we'll take we take recommendations. We get you engaged and we listen to you. And we only had one person say something, so we listen to them. You know, I don't want to like. I was thinking about next week's beer already a little bit, and this might be a spoiler on on this show. But next week we're doing a mock draft. And I don't love Miller's Genuine Draft, oh. but Draft is in the name. So I'll, I'll see if I can find something better, but... Hopefully. You know, <laughs> it's a low bar. Go through the rundown. Starting off with corrections from last episode. I, I messed up a couple times, said some things <laughs> that weren't true. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to own it. I'm going to correct myself. I don't think you had any... Did you... I, li- I didn't listen to you as much. I just noticed when I made a mistake. No, I'm perfect. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, moving on to our facts or stats of the week. We're going to hit you with some latest news updates, discuss a couple high and low players. And we're approaching a majority of drafts that are going to be going on with less than a month till the season starts. So I want to make sure you're prepared for that. Oh, it's a Saturday. Dynasty draft Saturday. Yeah. People zooming in who can't make it. We're going to be outside, socially distanced, and drinking socially distant beers. Afterwards, we're going to be doing a few superlatives, giving some... More draft advice and round it all out with this week's edition of Brews Clues. I am up three points. Yeah, just brag about it. Three. You got a full season to make up for three points. You got a. Uh, you got a while. So my corrections. You know what I got wrong last week? There was the John Elway thing. Yes, John Elway was the GM when Manning won the Super Bowl for Denver. He became the GM in 2011. They won the Super Bowl in 2013. I just don't like the Broncos, so I just didn't actually care that much. They won it in 2021 as well with Rodgers. Okay. Bold prediction. Oh, you're going to have to correct yourself for next <laughs> season. You're gonna, going back to the episode At three the end of ever, you're going to have to correct yourself. <laughs> just remember this. Mark it down. Possibly. Call us out. I, Brian called me out on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> because of the Elway thing. I was unsure. I thought I thought he was, but I, I don't know nearly enough of you know that... Whatever. So I, I didn't I didn't have the cojones to, to say anything on the show. Do you know what else I got wrong? I don't. Joe Theismann did not play again after his injury in 1985. Oh, that ended his career. I threw that. I, I mentioned that last week, but it was like five minutes afterwards because I had to Google it. Gotcha. I was probably Googling it while you were answering <laughs> it on the podcast. I was Googling it at my desk at work while I was listening to the podcast. <laughs> you know, if you think about it, Jackie's the one who asked you that question. So it's kind of her fault. It's everything in there. <laughs> Uh, and the last one I got wrong, I got three wrong things wrong last week. I'm going to start looking it up like right away, silently typing on my computer so I don't sound like an idiot. Braylon Edwards, when he was on the Browns, uh, he didn't get in legal trouble because of a gun. He had an assault charge, a DUI, and multiple speeding violations. So he didn't bring a, a gun. Kind of better? Somebody brought DUI Plastical Burst shot himself in the foot. I might have gotten it mixed up with that a little bit. There was someone, some other receiver who had uh, brought a gun to the locker room. It and- sounded vaguely familiar. Have you seen, I know the answer, but have you, do you remember the earliest show on YouTube? Yes. They, they always do the, the corrections at the beginning of each show. Oh, they, yeah. That's, they're hilarious. Check it out on YouTube. Well, we're supposed to at least pretend we know what we're talking about, but right. I keep getting things wrong. But these aren't, like, none of these things had anything to do with actual, like, Getting current fantasy players. It has to do with a guy who's been retired since 85, a GM, and a guy who has not played in the league in years. So, I, at least it wasn't anything relevant. Wait for our first listener to tweet you saying, I lost my fantasy championship. I drive to Berlin at work. You got your fact stat quip? Yeah, should I? Uh, fact stat quip. Woo! All fact right. stat quip. And there you have the facts of life. 
the facts of life. So you might remember the answer. I'm going to ask you some questions for this. You probably okay, know I'm going to have to make corrections. It's not, not a quiz. Uh, just just <laughs> getting your opinion off the cuff. The first one you probably know the answer to because I said it the other day when we were playing games. Do you know how many quarterbacks last year had a week where they were a top 12 quarterback, a QB1? You said it, and I want to say the answer was, I don't remember. I was probably drinking beers. <laughs> I'm going to say 30. You're close. I guess not. Um, 39. 39 <laughs> quarterbacks had at least one week as a top 12 quarterback. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Next question. How many teams are in the NFL? Oh, six. Okay, you're, you were further away. <laughs> 32 for Six those that, that don't man. know. So there are only 32 teams, but 39 quarterbacks had a top 12 week in standard scoring uh, at some point in the season. So the, the reason I bring this up is we're, we're going to be talking about draft advice a little later. And one of the uh, tips I'm going to harp on a little bit is I, I like to draft quarterbacks late. Uh, so I have a game now for you. I have a two-question game. Which side of this equation would you rather have? Would you rather have Lamar Jackson and Mike Williams, or would you rather have Matt Stafford and Julio Jones? Stafford and Jones? Uh, would you rather have Dak Prescott and Golden Tate, or would you rather have Ben Roethlisberger and Keenan Allen? Honestly, Prescott and Tate in that, in <laughs> that one. That one's definitely close. Only because Roethlisberger's coming off the injury. Yeah, they he's, say he's looking great, but that's the only reason I hesitated for that one. He's getting old. And if, if Ben Roethlisberger came off a healthy season and like an average healthy season, I probably would have done that. I almost went with a, a Mahomes and somebody because uh, it would have been a wider pick, but he was so close to Lamar. So what I did was I, I picked guys that were going in the same area. Lamar Jackson is around the 14th pick, according to Fantasy Pros right now. Jeez. Overall, Mike Williams is around 108. And likewise, Julio Jones is 16, so right around where Lamar is, and Matt Stafford is 106, right around where Mike Williams is. So I'm not going to draft Lamar Jackson, and I am not saying Lamar Jackson is bad because he's the best quarterback. But for fantasy, there's the opportunity cost of picking somebody right there. If you're willing to wait and get a guy like Matthew Stafford way later, then you replace that position that, yeah. that pick from earlier with Julio Jones or a top-tier running back. Uh, so, so yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. We'll be, we'll be hitting on stuff like that more on the show. I know I've got a couple things on directly related to that, and we'll be giving out some advice. But Absolutely. yeah, I 100% agree with the quarterbacks. Up. I, never dra- I never draft a big superstar Oh, check this out. I won't list all of these, but I threw down a few names uh, of quarterbacks that would catch your eye. Marcus Mariota in week one was the QB 10. Kyle Allen had uh, three separate weeks. Allen started the off the season eight. good, and they were probably all in the top first half of the season, too. They, they're scattered around. Matt Moore played against the Packers when Patrick Mahomes was injured, and yeah. he was the QB uh, 12. Jeff Driscoll had a QB five week against the Cowboys. <laughs> so injuries happen. Players move from starting to not starting or whatever. And if you stream off the waiver wire, you can you can play the matchups. But that's for later. Uh, mine. I think I've talked to you about this as well a little bit. But I, I just it baffles me if this would have gone through. Just over five years ago, the Eagles offered their 2015 first and second round picks, their 2016 first round pick, Sam Bradford. And Fletcher Cox for Marcus Mariota. That's or not for and, and uh, I looked up more. That's what the trade ultimately would have turned out to a be. A few minor auxiliary pieces. Yeah, it, it was actually to trade up to get the number two pick, who they knew the Titans were going after Mariota, and they wanted to get Mariota, right? Because number one was Winston, they knew it was going to be Winston. Yeah. Yes, the Eagles took Aguilar with their 2015 first round pick, so that's who that turned out to be. Okay, uh, their 2016 first round pick. That the Eagles eventually got was Carson Wentz, but they had to trade up to get him. Okay. So they almost didn't. Carson Wentz almost never happened on the Eagles. Who knows where he would end up? That would have been crazy. Yeah. Because Chip Kelly played a huge part in recruiting Mariota. He 
to Oregon when he was at Oregon. Right. Then he found himself in a position of power at the coach for the Eagles. Obviously, right. he got fired because he tried this. <laughs> um, when Mariota had the NFL, Kelly just saw himself in a good position to just grab him. And he wanted He loved him. He did everything he could to get him to Oregon. Then he wanted to do everything he could Go to get Ducks. him to Philadelphia. Exactly. Reportedly, Kelly actually said to take any of our quarterbacks and take anyone on our defense. Their quarterbacks were Bradford and uh, Sanchez. So obviously Bradford was the pick. And, right. and Fletcher Cox, their best defensive player. So that's who that would have been, which is why they said that. Mariota obviously lost his starting job last year. And is now backing up Derek Carr in Las Vegas. I'm like, that's weird to say. That's that's a crazier Las. I just said Las than... Vegas. Yeah, but you, you did it right. I did yeah. that Las Vegas rate. That's just weird. <laughs> like even typing it out, I was like Las Vegas. That's strange. I gotta get used to that. They've been in Oakland my whole life. Teams changing names, don't and like locations it. and Las Vegas Raiders. Ooh, that's strange. The L.A. Rams and L.A. Uh, Cardinals or Cardinals Chargers. Are those both new or, or yeah? Yeah, I'm um, getting used to that too. It used to be San Diego, that's right. And where are the Rams? Uh, St. Louis. That's right. Maybe that's why. Back Cardinals. when they had Sam Bradford. Whoa! Oh, Full oh circle. All right. Did it. <laughs> <laughs> so that is my little thing. Um, the Eagles, I think, are very happy that trade did not go through in the long run. Yeah. They ended up with Wentz. Got to keep Fletcher Cox. They got and Nelson Aguilar. Aguilar. Wow. Oh my. Aguilar. Thanks for the fact, Kyle. That you're, was an interesting. You're welcome. And now it is time for news updates with Mike and Kyle. We're gonna drink beers and talk about the news. Alright. Of course, we're gonna touch on the final COVID opt-outs. I actually looked into more of the details. I could not find anywhere. I, I mean, I assume I know what happens if, like, midway through a season, a player wants to stop because of COVID. But I don't know exactly. Like, I couldn't find anywhere if there was anything set in place for that or if they're literally just, like, not playing. Because if nothing changed, the deadline was last Thursday. Yeah. Unless... Of episode two. Unless um, they can still up out after the deadline if a close family member gets sick or they're newly diagnosed with a high-risk condition. Yes, I see. Gotcha. So they, they can still opt out, um, but high-risk players can earn $350,000 on an accrued season or and an accrued season without uh, high-risk players that can earn $150,000. It's basically just in advance that they're going to be paying back, okay. but they cannot change their mind. Okay. They cannot just be like, oh, now I want to play. Here's your money. Makes no, sense. they're done. They're not playing the season. Kaput. But they can be traded. They can't just like, no, <laughs> they can't do anything with like their contracts and anything, but they can still be traded. Right. So I put down the a couple happened. There's still Damian Williams is the biggest name. Yeah. Nobody absolutely. as big as him. Um, Geronimo Allison for the Lions because right. he just had a child. Good for you, Geronimo. He was fighting for a backup role. Didn't yeah, he would have been fourth behind Amendola? Yeah. Yeah, he would have been behind Probably. Amendola. And that's, I mean, Amendola's not really impactful much anymore. No. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with the two he's got in front of him. I don't need him. Albert Wilson, another hit for the Dolphins. Dolphins lost two of their, I don't want to say main receivers because Parker's still there, right? Yeah, but they are they lost Alan Hearns. Yes, they don't really right. have much at receiver now. Like, Who's the uh, the guy who got hurt last year? Preston Williams. Yeah, Preston he, Williams. People like him uh, if he's back from his injury. I mean, I feel like Wilson could have been a sleeper pick. Yeah. yeah he, I feel like he could have, if anyone on here could have been a sleeper pick, but not anymore. <laughs> oh well sorry dolphins Good night. wait good morning since i like i can't see tua even if he like gets the start right away he's not gonna 
put together a rookie of the year season. He's got nothing to work with. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's got Devontae Parker. And he, you know, Devontae Parker's going to do work still. So, he, yeah. I mean, but that's it. How many people can Tua really support? Yeah. And then Travis Benjamin from the Niners. They are hurting at wide receiver. Yeah. That Ayuk. does not help. They got no more Sanders. I know. I Debo's most likely out to begin the season. Yeah. Sanders is on the Saints. Yep. Ayuk. It could emerge as the number one, <laughs> at least there, to start the season. He's in a first round, first, second round, but he's a rookie wide yeah. receiver. Reduced time in training camp and stuff like that, but... I would say, I, honestly... You're the only option. Ayuk, in like mid to late rounds, I would very much consider drafting yeah, him. for sure. He is He's just in a position. He Maybe just got put in this week? position, not even planned, just like... <laughs> well, he's got to step up, man. 49ers... Grapple's going to attempt receiver. five passes. Uh, yeah, he's going very under the radar for someone who just found themselves all of a sudden in this in right. this top potential top spot. And I mean, if he performs well first couple weeks and then Debo comes back, he's still one two with Debo and he's established himself. He's got to get a good rhythm going with Garoppolo and he could be who knows. We might talk about Brandon Ayuk a little later. Oh, wow. Look at that. Uh and then last but yeah, doesn't matter. Josh Doxon for the Jets. <laughs> About as much oh, impact as Allison had on the Lions, really. I think from my oh man, I deleted the text. I'd have to check the tape, but I believe Josh Doxon was one of the receivers drafted ahead of Michael Thomas from last week's factor stat or, or something hmm. that I shared. It's embarrassing. <laughs> there, I, no, that's it's exciting because I love when there's just random guys like Terry McLaurin last year. Who knows? Who knew that was going to happen? Yeah, that's that's absolutely bad. nobody. <laughs> good times, good times. So that is the opt-outs are done. I, that's good because now we can actually the drafts can get going. You know what's going to happen. Doesn't affect for the most part. Well, you don't really know what's going to happen. No one knows what's going on right now. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> but at least it helps <laughs> a little bit of clarity, a little bit of consistency to move forward with. And then there's Darius Geis. Oh no. Um, let go by the Washington football team after being arrested Friday for domestic violence charges. He's also facing counts of assault and battery as well as destruction of property. And let, let's, I don't know if you have anything down, but don't, let's not get in the details on exactly what he did, because that's not the vibe we want. That's that's not and relevant to the, the podcast. They're, as honestly, as they're disgusting, and nobody ever wants to hear that shit that he did. He's an idiot. I think, slash kind of hope, his career's done. It seems like it might be. People I mean, could, teams could have picked him up. I look mean, what happened to Ray Rice. Ray Rice could have been picked up by plenty of teams, and he was still plenty good. And I hope Geis is – I honestly don't care about the guy. He's hopefully done. What's What was – I guess – Finally. Maybe? What's I, that? He, so you're on Sleeper too. If you if you don't have Sleeper downloaded, they're, they're great for you – know, they're a great platform for playing fantasy, but you get news updates. They give me good. updates faster than ESPN gives it, me updates. It's really awesome. I get it as soon as it happens. And uh, if you recall, they were like the, – the, there were two updates for Darius Geis, and they were like 30 minutes apart. Like, oh, Darius Geis turned himself in for all this bad behavior. Oh, Darius Geis is cut. Like, you yeah. have it, like, instantly. Well, I mean, Washington's dealing with all the <laughs> name stuff already. They're just like, this is already, our image is already, like, come on, no. Quick, change it back to Redskins. Quick, get rid of him, get rid of him. <laughs> but they got so, rid of him. So, with Geis gone out of Washington, he's no longer on the football team. Is there a back that you think is going to be the lead guy there? The, it's the want? same freaking situation as the Patriots, basically. <laughs> like, they, they're, we'll say the Patriots added Lamar Miller. Um, sign him to one year, but look at, uh, they've got way too many running backs. So does Washington. I th- honestly think at least to start of the season, Adrian Peterson is once again 
He's in a huge pressure spot for the team. For sure. He's going to be seeing a lot more action than a 35-year-old running back who's been taking hits his whole life is has expected. Who's he, Frank Gore? Well, last year, 898 yards and five touchdowns. Not bad. He played well, and he, yeah, I mean, he's not the worst guy to have on your team, and he's, a, you know, a, a big leader. I put up. I feel a, like he was on the roster bubble initially, but here he is. Nah, no way. He's on the roster bubble. Who else do you have there? Well, I actually, um, for I put up a poll on Twitter, Adrian Peterson, how many yards people think he's going to be giving um, or getting at the end of the season, giving his new situation. A majority of people voted 501 to 750 yards. Okay. Uh, 41.7% of people voted that, which is a little less than last year. But 33, a third of the votes said he'll go over 1,000 yards. That's... That's exciting. I mean, that would be amazing. It He's would. being drafted as the 52nd running back right now. So you can take your – I mean, that's probably going to go up now. You know, the guy's news is pretty fresh. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't probably adjusted yet. But but you can get Peterson super late, and why not? He's not your – he's not – you're not drafting him to, like, be your starter. Mm-hmm. But if it turns out that you have a guy who's getting 60% of the carries at, when you see it week one, that's awesome. People got people still got high hopes for him. I mean, he he's – slows down a little each year, but still, he's still going. Still a beast. How many How many votes on that poll? Twelve, actually. That's so. That's a good on, amount of. I'm not votes. one of those votes. Oh my god! So like, that's like I am eleven legit. <laughs> when people. there's still five days left on it, guys, go vote. <laughs> I'll be right. back. I put a whole week on it just just because I didn't <laughs> expect anyone to be voting. That's exciting. It is. That's um, like a like a quarter of our Twitter followers. There you go. <laughs> but as far as the next guy up, I feel like Antonio Gibson, the rookie. He, but like he's him. he's a he's a pass catching back. Peterson, not so much. So I feel like. Them together good to mix. start the season off is going to be a good mix. Gibson didn't play like a like a heavy duty role in college. He was like a, a gadget guy like that, I, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he would that would fit really well. And uh, my guy Jordan Love. <laughs> God, <laughs> God damn it! Coming. <sighs> I was going to bring it up earlier, but I didn't. But you just had to bring it back. Bryce Love. Uh, Bryce Love coming up, coming off the ACL tear. <laughs> He's my. He's honestly my pick to be the year end RB one. I see. Okay. Bryce Love. League uh, dog. League dog. I feel like I don't know. And but I mean they also have McKissick and Barber. I have no idea. I was gonna say Tiki Barber. Who the hell knows what's Did, gonna go on? Didn't Tiki, Tiki Barber. Barber do a backflip? Peyton Barber. Uh, am I thinking? Tiki Barber was running back for the Giants. Did he do a backflip? I mean, probably. Let us know on Twitter. <laughs> Tiki <laughs> Barber. There was a Barber who did a Tiki. backflip. I don't think it's Peyton Barber though. I think I think I think I was right, but I just think Barber. No, you're making up names now. No, there's a lot of barbers. He had a hey, Rondé Barber was his brother, his twin brother. He played defense. Rondé Barber and Tiki Barber. Rondé Barber was on the Bucks. Wait, oh, I was gonna say same team or no? No, that's a bummer. Bar- other Barber was Bucks. Peyton Barber is not related. I actually don't know. Uh, you keep talking because Peyton Barber. Peyton Barber was on the Bucks. You know, he, he. Well, I mean, that doesn't mean. <laughs> so there's a really high chance that Peyton Barber. Man, that, that's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting backfield to watch. Like, I forgot that JD McKissick was there as well. He was a pass catching back too, or is a pass catching back too. But I think Gibson, Gibson, I think he'll lock up that role. You're going with Gibson? It's 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 honestly a toss up, and it's um, Gibson would be the guy I would want. to... I guess it depends. If my draft goes in a way that I need uh, potentially starting running back late, I'll, I'll definitely pick up Peterson. Uh, if I'm doing okay at running back, I might take a dart throw shot on. Uh, Gibson and just see what happens in week one. Does he get, you know, five carries or, or seven carries and then like five targets. 
He's, and, uh, he's, he, not he's in go. no way related to the other Barbers. Oh, man. You really found something that is literally <laughs> asking the question, is Peyton Barber related to Tiki Barber and Rondé Barber? Yes, so you've now, simultaneously, you've also proven that Rondé Barber is a real person. Yeah, I can't believe you didn't. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is before, I guess, Rondé Barber is before you paid attention. I think Rondé Barber retired before Wait, I wouldn't Tiki. have known that now either. He's a defensive player. Oh, dude, Tiki Barber was fun to watch. <laughs> he was like the, he was like the Saquon back then. I believe that, uh, now I have to look something up, Tiki Barber backflip. I think he, I think he literally. What is with you? It's just, <laughs> lots of people in the NFL do backflips. That's like the, that's the thing to do when you're in the kneel position now. When it's the end of the game and you're taking that game winning kneel to run the clock down. The thing to do is that you got that guy lined up behind the running back and you flip. Well, I, I think he... Or a quarterback? I think he flipped, like, when he scored, when he scored a touchdown. He Mike did Vick that did that. I, somebody else, like AJ Green or somebody did something cool, you know, did a front flip or something. Oh, yeah, and I saw someone, some one of the receivers, I, I, I know, there's been multiple occasions where people just get, like, their legs taken out and end up being flipped, but I don't remember a specific occasion where Tiki Barber did a flip. If it's there, we'll tweet it. <laughs> Sticking, there's a lot of Washington this week because not a lot else is going on in the news, but the Washington quarterback situation. Something to, something to look at. They said Al, Ron Rivera said Alex Smith is in the competition. That's, I mean, we, we talked last week about how he's he's back. He's cleared for football related activities, which sounds like might include Ron the Rivera, playing football. Ron, Ron Rivera sounds like he said he's going to be healthy. Haskins coming off his rookie season, took over a starter halfway through the season. I mean, he didn't show anything too impressive. Yeah, Haskins was kind of a rough, rough player last year, but he did end the season, I believe, on a little bit of a of a tear where he, you know, it wasn't amazing or anything like that. But he, I believe, he had a few good games in that. He, he we were at the Packer game, Packers oh, Redskins game, where Haskins That's and right. Haskins was playing pretty well. Yeah, he had one tutty. That's, <laughs> but still, like again, the Packers have a good D. He still was getting in his own. Yeah. But then they also. Acquired Kyle Allen from the Panthers. Why? I don't <laughs> I was know. Because look, the Panthers signed him to a contract, a big, like a decent sized contract for Kyle Allen. Right. And they're like, nope. <laughs> Come in, Teddy B. <laughs> Bye, Cam. Bye, Kyle. Like, Maybe okay. they watched him play football over the back half of last year. Well, I mean, he started a majority of the games last year 3,322 yards, 17 passing touchdowns, six interceptions. Yeah, he definitely slowed down the second half of the season. He was on my list of quarterbacks that, you know, were... Yeah, you said he said three, three, three top... He was uh, quarterback six in week eight, or three, and then quarterback eight in weeks 12 and 13. He also lost seven fumbles on 13 total fumbles. That's seven that's loss. That's not, that's not a good amount. He wasn't a top quarterback, uh, or Haskins wasn't... Haskins was on this list as well. When he ended the year last year, after the Packers, he played Philly and uh, the Giants, and... He did pretty well. He had 261 yards and two touchdowns, 133 and two touchdowns again. Honestly, my best advice is do not draft a Washington player not named Terry. That seems like pretty solid advice. (laughs) If you see somebody on the board from Washington and their name is not Terry, go to the next person. Look elsewhere. They don't have a for sure set quarterback. Their running running back (laughs) situation is up in the air. How do you expect this offense to run if they don't even know who's at what position? I I would still consider... AP really late in drafts. AP and maybe maybe Gibson with my last pick if I want to take the dart throw. Gibson but would be a if if it's a dynasty league. Gibson would be like a, lot more, yeah. a decent pick. And oh, 
Are you going to draft him next? Not in Saturday? the first round. <laughs> That's for sure. Not don't the... you have two first rounders? Yeah, and I don't have any second rounders. <laughs> I'm not going to get him. I don't think so. I forgot I had a third round pick. I actually have another pick I need. I've got about. three third round picks. Oh, man. But anyways. For $1. That's the news because not a lot is happening yet. We, talked- we are waiting for the <laughs> season to start. It's been forever. Literally, with no sports, it just makes it seem so much longer between the NFL season. I mean, I guess we would yeah. have preseason going on, but... Yeah, there's no... Because I guess that would be starting... Would that be starting like right around now? Yeah. The whole thing even would have already happened, I think. Yes. Man, that's a bummer. Just yes. start watching some replays. It is very much a bummer. <laughs> I'm going to watch the Packers Super Bowl win against the Steelers on repeat. We watched that. Um, I had that the Super Bowl party a couple years ago. I put the Packers Steelers game up, and we that. were kind of watching that while watching the other game. Yeah, yeah. Good when stuff. When the Patriots lost to freaking Nick Foles. Woo. We You talked about this briefly uh, while we were talking about Washington running backs. But just to talk about it for a little bit, Lamar Miller is going to the Patriots. What do you think? The What's your takeaway for the fantasy impact? Well said. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I'm a huge Patriots fan, but stop it with the running backs. Just figure it out. I guess Sony Michelle might not start week one. Oh, no. Now you have to go with James White. Dang it. What? Stop getting. Stop adding people. He's the only oh, running Bolden back. Bolden opted out? Who cares Bolden opted out? People people still, some people still held out a little bit of hope for Sony Michelle, especially where you can get him in drafts. I think Lamar Miller just muddies that too much. Just, some people were fans of Damian Harris super late. I don't like happens. that Miller is going above oh. Harris now, probably yeah. in the depth chart. I wanted Harris to like at least get some appearances, get chance. some stuff going. And I mean, you mentioned James White. He, I feel like he's the only name that you should even consider you know, <laughs> drafting from the Patriots running back room at all. Sony Michelle. Especially in a PPR league or a half point. Sony Michelle will drop in the draft because of the injury. Uh, he might not. But you you draft White over Michelle? I I mean, not like at the same spot. James White, I would imagine, is going a little cheaper. But I, I just don't. I mean, Sony Michelle was a. He was okay at fantasy with, with the amount of carries he got, but he wasn't great. And he was a bad just football player last year. Or not great football player. And I think Lamar Jackson is just going to. Or sorry, Lamar Miller. Wow, that would be a. That would be the, the running back to own. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Lamar Miller, I think, is just going to come and like he's he's not going to do enough where you should draft Lamar Miller. He's just going to like be annoying if you're a fan of Sony Michelle or Damian Harris, like you said. And I would love to see Damian Harris uh, get a chance, you know, to to touch the ball a little bit. Last year he had four carries. Wasn't he hurt? Maybe. I think he had some. <laughs> I think he had some injury problems. I mean, his game log doesn't show much because he didn't play very much. But he was pa- like a third round pick or something from them. The Patriots and the football team. Like I can't refer them. Just nobody. People won't understand if I just say, "Oh, and the football team." Like there's the Washington football I, team. I think we talked about this on the show. But if they're the Washington football team, like the Green Bay Packers, right? So we're the Packers. So they're if not the, the Washington football team. Football team. They're just the Washington. But they that's are a Washington football team. The New England. They should Patriots be called a. The they Patriots. should be called a Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> not not the Washington better. football team. Oh, Washington football team. They should team. be the Washington, D.C. football team. A Washington, D.C. football team. You said Redbirds is going to be the Red name Tails. Red Tails. Okay. Birds of Tails. That's the leading one. But anyways, that's the news. Not much going on. I hope it's the Senators. I just feel like it's that's funny. Like senators? It. Yeah. Like Washington, the Washington Senators. Isn't that their hockey team? I don't... Apparently. Maybe. Yeah, I think that's their... I think that's their, their <laughs> hockey team. So I heard that from a friend of ours recently <laughs> that floated that idea, and I thought it was funny, but... We don't watch hockey. Uh, no, yeah. Go Blackhawks. Chicago. I like yeah, but I the Las Vegas Knights. Oh, I love the, the leaves. 
Is that it? Toronto, Toronto Maple Leafs? Maple Leafs? Is that the team? Yeah, sure. I yeah. want to say Admiral. We're not, we're not a hockey John. podcast. You go listen to those Canucks. Our, our, and we'll, <laughs> that's a team. They're a team. I don't know what it means. But <laughs> it sounded, the way you used it was like an insult. It was. It sounded like an insult. Go listen to those Canucks over there. And it's we'll go, Canadian for fucks. Listen to us football teams. All right. spent too much time talking about Washington. Yeah. No, <laughs> just... Just title the episode, Just Washington. But we're not editing it out. Just all Washington, all day, coming to you. 2020, high and low, guys, for the drafts coming up. We're in the position of a redraft league, of course, for these. Or, I mean, if you really started Dynasty, but even then, no. Let us know what your thoughts So I So, with the high guys, I said these are guys who are going to be solid. They aren't going to break the bank for you by taking them in top rounds, but they are going to produce for you. I did a quarterback, a running back, a wide receiver. I didn't do a tight end because there's like five right. that are going to be solid. <laughs> you, you know who the tight ends and are. And a few of them break the bank. It's, yes, Wait, actually. Jeff. Well, I mean, yes. It, it, in Potentially. It might be. Well, because Kittle had led the league in yards after catch. Because awesome. he, he was just tearing it up. He's a beast. Because also the 49ers were the second to last pass attempts per game. When we were talking about the 49ers receivers, Kittle's the first one. <laughs> yeah, actually, yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is very, that's very true. I won't debate that. Then maybe I... For my quarterback, ranked as the number 11 quarterback this year, Matthew Stafford. Nice. He is, he's got a good receiving core. He goes under the radar a lot, but he was, last year, before he got hurt, he was on pace for 5,000 yards and 38 touchdowns. Wow. that Because That's he basically insane. did half a season. Right. And, I mean, let people take their Mahomes and their Jacksons in the early rounds. Stafford can easily get scooped up as your QB1 later. He's missed barely any games in his career besides last year. Yeah, he was in consideration for my Ironman for that reason. He's a solid quarterback. I like Stafford. He is a guy I've got that... I mean, not just do it. Yeah, so, <laughs> just, just, I don't have a mug. finish to that thought, so well, just quick, steal it, <laughs> talk, quick. Um, so I'm going to say words. So, I mean, it's just really funny that my, you know, fact involved that comparison. Literally, you know, Lamar Jackson and Mike Williams, or if you draft a receiver earlier and a quarterback later, you get Matthew Stafford, who's on pace to be the second quarterback behind Lamar Jackson, and Julio Jones. So if you, you know, Matt Stafford's not as good as Lamar Jackson, but... Holy crap, Julio Jones over Mike Williams like that and you got to start more than one receiver. So that that's insane. Mm-hmm. I love the pick. Yeah. I'm high on that. You got a quarterback? I do. Yeah, my my high guys approach was was pretty similar here. Uh guys that I I think are going to do well this year for sure and I think for me value is kind of involved in the draft. So I, I took like yeah, Lamar Jackson's going to be great. I'm not making him a high guy because like it's we just talked about. There's it. the obvious ones. And he's not worth that draft pick, you know, I, I think. So Cuz like I along this I was going like Everyone, no, you don't play fantasy football. You know who Patrick Mahomes is still. You know who Lamar Jackson is probably. These are guys that you might not recognize them as much if you don't pay that much attention, right. but they're definitely worth picking. Like Absolutely. Picking in the first four or five rounds. Well, I mean, quarterback, maybe not. Right, depending right. on how your draft's going, but I mean, because yeah, Matt Stafford is the the hundred and sixth pick according to Fantasy Pros right now. So I, I don't know what the round that places him off the top of my head, but it's got to be like eight or nine or yeah, something. Yeah, that's pretty low. So that that's that's nice. Okay, so my high guy, uh, my quarterback is I'm going with Teddy Bridgewater. He's being drafted quite a bit later, I guess, compared to Matt Stafford. I actually didn't write that number down, so I will get that as I'm talking. 
So Drew Brees got hurt last year uh, at the start of week two. So Brid- uh, Bridgewater played most of week two. And from weeks three through seven, he was the starter uh, with preparation for the New Orleans Saints. And over that span, he was the QB 12. So that's a pretty, you know, great ranking for a quarterback that right now is going super late in drafts. Teddy Bridgewater, somehow, he went, even when he was starting, he went under the radar for the Saints. He he kept them going and going. Like, they won, he I didn't think they put up giant numbers, or... but he put up consistent numbers. Yeah, people were worried about uh, Michael Thomas. Didn't affect him at all. Like I mean, that's that's why I was going great, for this. Right. These are guys who are going to get you a solid 15, 20 points, like these, especially 100%. for quarterbacks. And right along with Stafford, they don't go as noticed. Right. Teddy Bridgewater, you know, I love him because he's, you know, he was on a great team with the uh, with the Saints last year. But he goes to... Bridgewater ranked as the 26th. 26th quarterback being drafted. That's, that's awesome. Crap. That's fantastic. Grab him at the end and see what you got. He so he goes to another great excuse me he goes to another great offense on the Panthers. Uh, he gets DJ Moore, who's great. He gets uh, McCaffrey. Look how look how, many, how easy it is to dump it off to McCaffrey and get yards. Absolutely. Kyle Allen did it. I've mentioned this before, but that division, the NFC South, is is loaded with talent. All four of those teams: Panthers, Bucks, Falcons, Saints. They are going to put up points, and so the Panthers, like the other teams in that division, they play the other teams six times. You're going to be in shootouts in almost all those games. The mm-hmm. defenses are not that great, except for maybe the Saints. Uh, so he's going to be throwing the ball more. Biggest knock on Teddy Bridgewater is that he doesn't really throw downfield very much. And I think people are getting that a lot from the Minnesota days, which were now years ago. Uh, I looked at, uh, I believe this is I liked him Pro in Minnesota. Football Focus or Next Gen Stats or something. I'll, I can tweet whatever this is from. Uh, but last year, 20% of uh, Teddy Bridgewater's targets in that, that week's 3-7 to seven span were 15 plus yards downfield. The NFL average was 25. So he wasn't that much, you know, that far below the average. Yes. Do you know that Drew Brees, since 2017, has not thrown a ball that hit past, that has stayed in the air over 35 yards? Wow. I did not know that. That's, no. that's crazy. That is pretty crazy. With, he's throw, got Michael Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He hasn't thrown o- o- a ball. The ball's not sitting there over 35 yards since 2017. He's had Ted Ginn for a while, deep guy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's interesting. It's, it's, I thought it was weird. So with Teddy Bridgewater last year in that extended window, not throwing, you know, not being that far below the average. Now he goes to a team that has Curtis Samuel and Robbie Anderson. So he's going to throw the yeah. ball down. I agree. A bit I agree more. with that a lot. You can get him super, super late. Like Kyle said, QB 26. Uh, it's the Damn. 15th round, according to Fantasy Pros. His opening schedule. This is what I think about with quarterbacks as well. I'm, I'm drafting quarterbacks late. I'm not drafting for the whole season. I want to see what their early schedule is. He plays the Raiders and the Bucks the first two weeks. Week three is the Chargers, which Bucks is kind of tough. Bucks have a good D. Right. Yeah, they have a pretty good D, but they're gonna. it's a high-scoring offense. You're gonna have a, if you, there's a good mm-hmm. chance of a shootout, even yeah. if it's not like a crazy one. Chargers week three is, is pretty tough. Uh, and then Cardinals week four. So you you have a guy who's got a, a pretty solid opening schedule, especially the first couple weeks. My last note on him is that, like, kind of you alluded to this already. He's got a pretty safe floor. He's not going to screw your fantasy team in a week. But he's got a pretty high ceiling. He's not going to yeah. be a, you know, a top five, top ten quarterback. He, but he's, he's a safe have weeks. pick that you don't have to take Mahomes in round yeah. three. Yeah, and if the alternative is you're getting, yeah, like Julio Jones or J- mm-hmm. Josh Jacobs or something instead of, you know, Patrick Mahomes so you can get – Ted Bridgewater later. That, that's fantastic. My running back, I got Chris Carson. Mm. Ranked as the number 15. That seems yeah. high. Like, he should be ranked better than that. He was the number yeah. nine last year he finished. Health is the, health is the only concern. I don't know that but, he's okay, but he's probably okay. I mean, Hyde's not going to have a huge impact on him. 
Um, I can't see Carlos Hyde changing Chris Carson's role that much. Um, he's going into his fourth season. Each season, he gets a little bit better. I can see that I feel like Chris Carson is a safe, good pick, going to be consistent, and he's not doesn't need a you don't need to waste a top top pick on him. He's a he's on a good team. Too. Yeah, you put him on you know the football team. <laughs> and the Washington football team. But I'm on the Washington football team. And you're a lot less team. excited about him, right? Yeah, like, but he's still... No, then you draft him even yeah, more yeah. almost. <laughs> but not as high as where he's going right now, right? Like being on this on the Seahawks or on a high-powered offense, that, that really helps as well, especially for running backs. Mm-hmm. Especially with how many teams have two running back sets, stuff like that. Chris Carson is the obvious one, and it's a good pick that he's not a big name. So, I mean, for non-fantasy yeah. People that and there's question marks around the other time. guys, like you said. Mm-hmm. I mean, like uh, Rashad Penny is is not expected to be healthy. It seems you know at the start of the season as well. So just another one less piece of competition for Chris Carson. Yes, you got a running back. Yeah, my uh, high running back is Kareem Hunt. So this one's kind of interesting. Uh, right now he's going back. Uh, he's going uh, in the draft as the 29th running back, which is the start of the sixth round again according to Fantasy Pros. Last year he was uh, suspended for the beginning of the season. When he was back in weeks 10 through 17, he was the running back 23 in standard scoring. If you go to half PPR or PPR, that jumps up to the running back 18 or 17. So he's being drafted as the running back 29. Right there, that's a value. They uh, say he's going to be splitting yeah. carries with Yeah, Chubb. absolutely. I mean, I, I, that's a great point because that this offense hasn't received any big changes outside of the improvement in the offensive line, which I've raved about. He might split out wide. Uh, a they little still bit make more. no sense on the same team for me. That's crazy. Like it is. He, it is weird. on any other team. He's a number. His rookie season, he destroyed. Yeah. He was had such a great rookie season, Man. especially receiving. Freaking him on the Washington football team. Like this, the Browns <laughs> have two very good, like crazy good running backs. It's nuts to me. Funny, but they're both going to be putting up decent fancy numbers. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, funny. I guess stat about Hunt's rookie year. He. He was only starter the starter right away because Spencer Ware, I believe, was, got hurt or something like mm-hmm. that. And so now here we are where Damian uh, Williams is opting out. And he the just new really, rookie. And Hunt just really <laughs> oh, man. screwed himself. He really uh, did. He really screwed he really himself did. with those that his little problem. More domestic violence. So anyways, Kareem Hunt uh, is being drafted below where he finished last year. There's no reason for that because the team hasn't really changed at all. You bring up the point of them playing together. Nick Chubb's numbers didn't really go down when Kareem Hunt came back. They they play like not really exactly the same role. And if you're going to split out Kareem Hunt wide as like the third wide receiver... He's going to be even more valuable than last year. And the best thing about Kareem Hunt is I'm not really a big fan of drafting like like a handcuff for people. You know, like yeah. when when Dalvin Cook was maybe going to hold out, I'll draft Madison. But now that Dalvin Cook's not holding out, I'm, I'm not going to draft Madison at, at all. Mm-hmm. But with Kareem Hunt, he's great. If Chubb goes down or if Chubb, you know, gets COVID, unfortunately, or something like that, Kareem Hunt is going to be a beast. And then even aside from when he's a beast, you can play him in your flex any week and still get points. Yes. <laughs> Chubb is the jersey that Ray bought because of because oh. he wanted a jersey that said Chubb on that's, the back. That's pretty funny. <laughs> My friend Ray bought a Browns jersey and he got Chubb because he thought the name was funny. Hey, it's a good jersey to have too. It's better than like, it a, like a lineman it or is. Raiders or something. I did a wide receiver as well. Ranked as the number 16 wide receiver, Calvin Ridley. Oh, okay. Okay. I, he finished 23 last year on only 13 games. Uh, obviously, he's behind Julio. But he's still got a ton of value. Right. Uh, I don't care much for Matt Ryan. 
<laughs> but, you really but somehow he's he's still staying playing pretty steady skill wise. Right. Like the past season and rankings. These are his seasons going back. I'm going backwards from last season going back. Okay. 11, 2. 15, 2. 19, 7. 15, 7. So <laughs> it's like it's like he has a mediocre year. He's got a great year. Mediocre year, great year. Mediocre. If the trend continues, he's going to have a pretty good year this year. <laughs> That's really funny. Um <laughs> It's I, I predict Ridley's first. He's going into his third season. I predict his first thousand yard season. He had seventeen touchdowns his first two years. Oh, that's right. And the uh, and the Falcons lead the league with forty two point eight pass attempts a game. Wow. May Gurley take some? Probably not even that much compared to last year. I mean, Hooper's targets are gone. That's what I said. I said going from Hooper to Hurst, it's not dramatic. Hooper yeah. was better than Hurst, yeah. Her, but sure. still, it could still give Ridley an extra target or two a game. And I, Ridley's going to have his first 1,000-yard season. Him and Jones are going to be great together. I don't like Matt Ryan, but he's still somehow putting up decent numbers. Yeah, that, I like that pick. He's in that division that I like in the NFC South. And when you have a receiver as good as Julio Jones on the other side, it really helps because people mm-hmm. will double-team Julio Jones, and all of a sudden Calvin Ridley is facing like the third-best DB on the team. People may look at the ranking or the the depth chart if they're drafting and they see that Julio Jones is number one, Calvin Ridley is number two. Calvin Ridley is still a wide receiver one on your on your fantasy team easily. There are teams that can do that. I mean, look at the Bucks this year. They're going to do it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. Good pick. All right. So my uh, my wide receiver high guy, I have Robert Woods. So uh, like Robert Woods. this one's really interesting. Last year where he finished and this year where he's being drafted are pretty similar. My contention is that he is going to finish better than where he finished last year and where he's being drafted this year. So right now, uh, sorry, last year he was the wide receiver 22 in standard leagues. He only missed one game. He had two receiving touchdowns. That's ridiculous. One of those two touchdowns came in week 17 as well when you don't play fantasy football or if you are playing fantasy football, fix your league. So when you get the number of targets he had, which is 139, you do not score only two touchdowns. You will score more. He's going to like trend back towards the average of that statistic just naturally because two tar- two touchdowns is so low for that number of targets. Well, and golf, not a terrible season. Mm-hmm. But I feel like he can easily get to top 10. Easily. Yeah. I mean, that offense, if they if they fix their offensive line a little bit, if that, if that ends up being better, which I'm, I'm a little nervous about. Woods is in the exact same situation as Ridley right behind uh, Cooper Cup. Right. 100%. I feel like that's it's a very, very similar. Like, And honestly, Goff and Ryan, maybe Ryan's a little better, but still, they're, a lot of it's very comparable. And uh, we've seen that Sean McVay, the coach of the the Rams, is a is a really good coach, especially oh, yeah. like scheming in offense. So like, well, people, he, that, you know, if he had Matt Ryan, he'd be great. It, but he he doesn't need a crazy great quarterback to, to to make stuff happen. People that don't pay that much attention don't realize that a lot of wide receiver twos are still putting up really good numbers. For sure, not the Packers this year, but but in previous years, the Packers have been able to do that as well, among many other teams. But they come to mind. So well, with. Uh, Robert Woods having 139 targets is according to next gen stats. There were only seven receivers that had more targets than Robert Woods. So that's really encouraging. Uh, the Rams lose Brandon Cooks. They lose Todd Gurley. There are a lot of open targets mm-hmm. in this offense, which is really exciting. Six other wide receivers had uh, a similar target range between 130 and 140 targets, which is where uh, Robert Woods was. And those receivers, they ended up averaging a TD for every 23 targets among those six. 
Robert Woods averaged one touchdown per 69.5 targets. So that's what I mean when that 69. I mean if you if you look at Robert Woods to the uh, compared to the average, he should triple in his touchdowns. He should be at at least 6. So that that's crazy. That number's going to go back up. Uh, I already mentioned uh the targets leaving in Cooks and Gurley, it's 121 total targets from last year that are now open to, you know, whoever's going to get if those If only things. they could fix their logo. Yeah. <laughs> and Robert Woods would be great. That's what he needs. They need a new logo. <laughs> Another new logo. They already have a new logo. But. So when you draft him in the fifth round as the 21st wide receiver this year, you've got a solid floor. He wouldn't be your first receiver even. So no, you're, fifth, you're round's a good, fifth round's a good spot receiver. for him, yeah. Oh, that's and amazing. People aren't going to be paying that much attention to him either. Mark my words, he'll finish better. Yes. You got any more highs? Are we going? You want to do lows and then take a break? Yeah, I, uh, I'm I'm ready for that. Let's do lows. All right, lows. So I went into this. These are going to be guys to grab towards the end of your draft. Kind of high risk, high reward, but still guys that people might be hesitant to pick, but you should pay attention to, especially towards the end. Baker Mayfield. I obviously he's a name that people know, but. <laughs> he's a he's a name people know just because of his persona, mm-hmm. but still like it's a other people might draft him higher if they don't pay if they don't pay that much attention if they're a novice. Right, he did a lot of commercials. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they were good commercials though. They were pretty good. What they're going to sit down and watch a movie and he's got to walk around the whole stadium looking for a smoke detector. <laughs> How about now? To turn <laughs> lights off. Oh yeah, those are pretty good commercials. I'll be fair. I'm, I'm expecting forty thousand people or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he's ranked the number nineteenth quarterback. Finished twentieth last year. I I've been reading into this. I'm not a huge Baker Mayfield fan, but after doing this research, I did. I'm kind of back in. The all day. right, all right. He's been working on his footwork a lot. Hmm. He he removed a stagger step from his drop back. So that means usually you start behind center. You got one foot kind of further back so you can get back more and kind of scramble. He removed a stagger step to improve on the West Coast footwork, which means more passing. Interesting. Nice. More passing. He's going to have Hunt and Njoku for a full season. He didn't have either of them for a full season last year, and he added Hooper. Yeah. He, their team, had just, obviously they disappoint so far, <laughs> but they improve some, they're improving and getting more and more players each year that could be a huge impact, and I feel like this is Baker's year. It's this year, or no. That, that's fair. But, I mean, that that's... It's this that's year really, he's, he's going his career being mediocre. It's really interesting, because, like, I mean, you also had OBJ uh, suffering a groin injury kind of in the middle of the season last and OBJ, year. And linger. OBJ's out to prove something, too, because he's sick of people talking shit about him, and he's out yeah. to prove something as well. He wants to be the wide receiver one on that team instead of Jarvis Landry. And... You didn't mention it, but the offensive line got better. But that literally helps Baker. I quoted it last year. He got like four. He was sacked like forty times or something. He wasn't the most yeah. in the league, but it was t- he was up there top five or six or something. So that's really going to help. I mean, that gives him more time in the pocket to throw those passes. He'll be less inclined to scramble poorly. It, I mean, yeah, that's. I mean, if you're in, if you're in a twelve person league, your standard twelve person league, he's ranked as number nineteen. If there's a bunch of ratings whores out there. He's not going to be drafted as anyone's quarterback right. one, but I could see him easily being a quarterback one. Imagine you go into this season with Teddy Bridgewater and Baker Mayfield. You got two guys super cheap, super late. See what happens. You probably got two guys that you can switch between back and forth. There's always a quarterback or two that, that's on the waiver wire that busts out of nowhere that mm-hmm. you could pick up. There's you know trades. I mean? There's everything. Lamar Jackson was like a ninth round pick last year or some bull crap like that. So they're out there. It's Kyler Murray this year, but. All right, yeah. Um, so my first logo, my quarterback, uh, my logo approach was was pretty similar. I'm, I'm going with guys that I personally am not as high on as the consensus. 
Um, they still have, you know, uh, there's still a world where they come out, you know, as, as a really good player. A lot of these guys, all these guys actually are being drafted fairly highly. But they have a lower floor. Things could go wrong, you know, as well. Like Baker, he could be great. Baker, things could go wrong, but he's done enough and he's in a position to do well. And now I still don't know court. if I'd draft him. <laughs> but where he's going, I mean, but he's he got a lot of upside. So my low guy as a quarterback is Carson Wentz. He is going currently as the 11th quarterback, which is right around where he finished last year, which was the QB9. Uh, my worry is. A lot less about Carson Wentz. I think he's a fantastic quarterback, especially for fantasy. He, he likes to scramble a little bit, which just really, really helps when you have a quarterback that runs. Uh, even a little bit, if he gets 30 yards a, you know, a game or something, it's a nice three-point you know, floor to add. I don't, I don't like what's going on in the offseason. Just unfortunately, Alshon Jeffrey is, is not looking to be healthy uh, by the time the season starts. And they have Deshaun Jackson, and then outside of that, you're, you're kind of in trouble. You have Jalen Rager, who's their early rookie, I think a first-round pick. But with no, you know, camp and stuff like that, the reduced offseason, just all rookies are taking a hit. Uh, so you have a weak wide receiving core. Brandon Brooks, their right guard, tore his, tore his left Achilles earlier this year. He's out for the entire season already. So that hurts really Carson uh, hurts Carson a lot as well. He could end up having a good season because he's a really, really great quarterback. But I feel like things are kind of just stacking against him to the point of where I just like other guys that are going in a similar area. I, I think you can be a little bit safer, especially if you're going late. You can get Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan and Tom Brady after you can get Carson Wentz, for example. So high range of outcomes. I, I'm a little nervous about where his floor kind of sits. He's a good enough quarterback to overcome it, but I guess time will tell. Low guy. My next oh, got a running back, David Montgomery. Ranked okay. 24 this year, finished 22 last year. Coming off his rookie year, you can't really judge a man based off his rookie year. Like, he's the first year in the league. You got to get adjusted. Right. So, he could he, – he's going to be taking more of the load off of Cohen this year. And the Bears ranked 27th last year in yards, 28th in TDs for rushing. Uh, they need to focus on the running more. But he's, he's a riskier pick, Montgomery, but there's a lot – that could go right as well. If the Bears actually pay attention to what happened to them last year. Learn. If they learn from it, they could change. Like, I, I don't know if Foles will be the difference between him for Montgomery. I don't know how much Foles versus Trubisky will affect Montgomery. But I feel Montgomery could do so much better. Or if the Bears are idiots... He could do so much worse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but if you're if you're if you're got depth at running back, and Montgomery will probably fall decently late. If you have depth already, he's worth looking at. He's worth the risk. But yeah, I mean, he's going as the 28th running back. Uh, it's the 56th overall pick, which I think is around like the end of the fifth round. Uh, so he he could end up being your third running back. And I mean, it, it's really interesting because I don't know the stats on this. I don't have them off offhand. But 24th running back. Oh, I'm looking at uh, Fancy Pros. I'm looking at Fancy Pros. 80, consensus ADP standard scoring. Oh, we're looking at a different screen. Well, not Fancy Pros. So it's going around <laughs> 24th, 28th. God damn it. We should figure this out. Or else we have to throw Fancy. No, I'm just kidding. Fancy Pros is great. Uh, so anyways, I don't know the stats on this, on how the Bears were last year. But if you have a scenario where you know the quarterback isn't really that great... Defenses stack the box, and that makes you know running backs like David Montgomery have a tougher time because they're not as scared of uh, a quarterback like Trubisky. So if he takes a step forward or if Foles is starting and they're even a little bit better, that actually helps relieve pressure off of the running game, which is really exciting uh, for somebody like that. And then just I would add in general, running backs, uh, 
the best running backs get a good workload. And you can argue about David Montgomery being great or not, or good or not, or whatever, but he's going to get a butt ton of carries. Yeah, uh, for that's sure. that's going to be great for him. I mean, last year he had a... Uh, I think he had like 250 or something like that. Plus, Bears games will be a lot easier to watch if you don't have to watch Trubisky. That's that's a really great point. It's a really great point. <laughs> it could be a lot more better to watch. <laughs> 242 attempts last year. So he's he's going to get the rock again for sure. And maybe even a little more uh, as he grows. So obviously a risky or riskier pick but could pay off. 100%. All right. So my uh, 2020 low running back is Austin Eckler. This opinion does change a little bit when you talk about PPR, half-point PPR leagues. I love Eckler. Oh, he's, he, he's a beast. I love Eckler. <laughs> His story's great. He was undrafted, and then, and then here he is in amazing He's getting paid. Back. He is getting paid. He got the, the money. So right now he's going as the RB14. Uh, if you're in standard, sorry. Uh, he finished, or he's going as the RB13 uh, in both half-point and PPR leagues. So really around the same draft price. He uh, finished last year as the RB7. Six and a half point four in uh, full PPR. What I take away from him is, according to Pro Football Reference, from the window of 2006 to 2019, Philip Rivers has thrown 25.3% of his passes to the running backs. So literally a quarter of his passes have been thrown to running backs. Over and he's career. had 52 children in that time. <laughs> <laughs> One for each pass. No, um, and the league average over that same 13-year period is 13.9. So... With Philip Rivers leaving town, there are a lot less targets going to running backs, and that's where Eckler thrives. But they got <laughs> Tyrod Taylor now. Yeah. They're starting <laughs> the season with Tyrod Taylor. That's going to be something. I guess we'll see what happens. I mean, if it, that, I mean, that's a really good point to bring up. You start with Tyrod Taylor. There's a chance. There's a decent chance you transition at some point in the year to Justin Herbert if things don't go that great. A quarterback change is not good for anybody involved on the team. But even if Eckler hits that 13.9, he might get a little more. But that target share is going to go way down to the running backs, and that's where Eckler thrives. So he, he could be great. He's kind of the main guy in town. But if he doesn't get a notable carry count when you compare him to Justin Jackson and the rookie Joshua Kelly, you're, I feel like right now you're drafting him around his ceiling. And if you get the break, that's great. He could finish better than the four, running back 14 for sure. But He's going to be consistent, though. He, he should be consistent. He should. I mean, he should, he's going to get more you know uh, targets than most running backs. But it's not going to be the crazy – amount of targets that he got last year. Well, and, actually, and I feel like they might have run him out of or used up. They they knew they were going to be signing Melvin Gordon for the season. So I feel like they could have been using a lot of his energy in the beginning of the season to because they knew they wouldn't need him as much towards right. the end. Yeah, and and now they're, you know, Melvin Gordon free. Uh obviously Joshua Kelly's not going to come in and, and be a, you know, crazy workhorse or anything like that. But he, he caught 92 balls on 108 targets last year. And I think those numbers are going to go down enough that it just makes me nervous so really fits that low guy mold of he could be great but i think the ceiling is a little bit lower than a lot of people want to believe um my last guy another wide receiver see i don't consider this guy a sleeper because he is going to be the number two wide receiver in green bay with aaron Rodgers, alan lazar yeah alan you cannot consider him a sleeper no freaking way <laughs> With his draft price, maybe you can, maybe that's how. The and and I believe Aaron Rodgers is pissed off and he's hungry for another Super Bowl. He's ranked Lazard is ranked sixty one, finished sixty eight last year, and didn't even play till week five. Wow. They have the Packers have no new receivers. <laughs> they lost Jimmy Graham, but not, not that that matters. But, uh, they lost opted out. Funches, and I like. We're the number Allison two gone. on the Packers. You're going to produce. 
He's gonna have he's gonna have some games for sure. They don't have anyone else to throw to, like you said. Aaron no, Jones will be the next guy. Uh, he, last year, only four hundred seventy-seven yards, three touchdowns. But still, you're the number two in Green Bay. People cannot he cannot be considered a sleeper because he should <laughs> not be slept on. Like you're you got Aaron Rodgers throwing to you. I don't care who you are. You're gonna catch the ball. Look what happens when Greg Jennings left Green Bay. He didn't do shit because <laughs> he had Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. Like he was still brainwashed by the Packers, according to him. <laughs> that, that's the thing that Greg Jennings said. Well, good thing he's an analyst <laughs> now because he got through his brainwashing. <laughs> well, that's exciting. But I, I mean, Lazard. I, I assume they're going to update the ranks. They got to put him up from sixty-one. If he's at sixty-one right now, that's like, ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, like, you can get him. He's another guy you can get crazy late that. Should have some good upside. and Unless you're like us in Wisconsin, people will probably draft him. <laughs> like he will get it pretty – not way too early, but people will still draft him early. I've never had Aaron Rodgers on my team because I go quarterback late. Now this would be the year I could actually draft Aaron Rodgers yeah. where I but want no, to. No, still not, Michelle. And that's <laughs> yeah, that, We have this well, one yeah, person right. who always drafts that's, Aaron Rodgers. Always. They, they will go – he's going to go – Oh man, we should make, go third. That We have to make a bet this show. I, I would be interested to see – I don't know how we do this – you know, against each other. But I, I'm curious where he goes in our draft, according to, like, his ADP. As far like, as quarterbacks or as far as everything? Both. Like, he'll – he's the, what, 10th quarterback or something being drafted right now? He's going to go above that in our in our draft. And uh, – Sure, 100%. I'm sure, like, whatever round he gets drafted in, I'm sure it'll be way earlier, like, four or five or something. Really, really dumb. But yeah, – That's a bummer. And Lazard. Just <laughs> yeah, seriously, get him. Draft him. Draft. Look at look at his ADP. Don't draft him like five rounds before he's going. But but look where he's being drafted and, and draft him around then maybe around early. You're gonna you're gonna be happy. Uh, especially if you can predict the matchups. All right, my low guy is way higher <laughs> in rankings than yours, but he still fits that mold of I, I think he's gonna be great. But I'm not gonna draft him because I'm I'm worried that he's not gonna be worth the price. I'm going with Mike Evans. So this year in standard leagues, he is the seventh wide receiver being drafted. I think it's one behind Chris Godwin at the wide receiver six, again in standard. Last year, Mike Evans finished as the wide receiver 15. He only played in 13 games, so he missed a few. For fantasy, I think Tom Brady has to be considered a downgrade at quarterback. In reality, obviously, he's way better than he James take as many, He doesn't take as many risks. That's yeah. 100%. Th- that's the thing. Because he's smart. And, James he can, and he can see straight. He's gonna need eye surgery. Jameis Winston had more than five thousand yards last season. He wasn't afraid to chuck the ball up in the fucking air and see what happens, and that resulted in thirty interceptions. Uh, so that's great for James, but that's really great for fantasy. You're throwing the ball up. You're not afraid to take those risks. And you know, if you throw an interception, you might kill a drive, but that also puts the other team in a position to, to be ahead, which means you have to throw the ball more to come back. So that that can help uh, wide receivers when the quarterback is kind of like that. Tom Brady is a smarter quarterback. He's not going to throw a bunch of picks. And he's also not going to bomb the ball downfield. That hasn't really been been his ML for quite a while. The coach, Bruce Arians, loves throwing the ball downfield. So so who wins here? What what happens when no, you have No, Tom Brady coach? is the quarterback. Bruce Arians is the coach. He's not going to be throwing. Oh, I'm, I'm, he's, not throwing a, he's not throwing it. Bruce Arians is the coach. Tom Brady will be throwing it. <laughs> Bruce Arians is the coach who likes to scheme the ball he deep. He loves to tell Tom Brady to throw the ball downfield. <laughs> Tom Brady basically is the coach as well. I'd let him coach. Yeah, I'd let him it do won't a take lot. long. I'd let him do a lot of things. <laughs> oh, my. He's on my koozie right now. Hey, Tom, what's going so, on? So who wins this battle? Tom Brady and his short you know, pinpoint precision passes? Or is it Bruce Arians with his, his deep schemes? Or is it a blend of both? I worry that, you know, from where Mike Evans finished last year, 
it's not going to be as great this year. He's he's another year of development, you know, coming for Chris Godwin. He's going to be a little further behind. You add Gronk, uh, who's going to take more targets. You add a pass-catching running back with Deshaun McCoy, who's going to get more targets. So the competition for targets is greater. I think Mike Evans is just simply going too high. And the Patriots didn't have any long ball guys last year, really. No, Edelman's uh, not a long ball guy. He's a catch-and-run guy. He's a Chris Godwin. Yeah. You know, uh, I mean, they had Antonio Brown one week and that was the closest they got to a long ball guy. You know, I, I wanted, I didn't do this, but I wanted to go back and look at like the, the top two receivers for Tom Brady the last like 10 years and just see where Drunk. the second guy finished each time. And cause I think Mike Evans is, I don't think he's the oh, second man. receiver. I think he's the one B, you know, I, I, he's, he's so great. Mike, Mike Evans will have his first year of less than a thousand receiving yards this year in his career. He's had a thousand or more receiving yards every year in his career. He's going to have his first season with 2,000 yards. <laughs> Tom Brady's going to throw for 8,000 yards. I don't care what you say. Tom Brady is ageless. Do you like Mike Evans? Do you, do you think he'll get more than 1,000 yards? Yeah. Do you want to bet on it? Bet on it, bet on it, bet on it, bet on it. Yeah. All right. Well, what do we bet? <laughs> oh, we have to bet something. Neither of us have a Mike Evans jersey. Okay, I've got three Buccaneers jerseys already. I don't <laughs> that, want I don't want a collection of Buccaneers. Do we make a jersey jerseys. bet already? I, I think we did. Yeah, we did, based on the fantasy. Our jersey season. bet was for the What uh, if we do the Tom Brady special edition Super Bowl Funko Pop? Because <laughs> they did the one like even Aaron Rodgers got one. They did, it's basically just the uh, the regular Funko Pop, but they put a hat on them that says Super Bowl. <laughs> this is the Super Bowl that they were in. That's I, the difference. I would do that. I, I don't have a Tom Brady Funko already. I got a lot of Funkos. What I don't do you have too sleep many with? Ones. What do I sleep? With? Yeah, <laughs> my cat. Yeah. Not really. Well, I, sl- I sleep with a Tom Brady Funko Pop. <laughs> I'm, I'm writing it down. We're and a woman, a human woman. <laughs> I was gonna say that, but also a Funko Pop of Tom Brady. <laughs> He's a great spinner. I, I'm like, I don't know if you're joking or not, or not about sleeping with the Funko Pop. Well, you'll have to sleep with me to find out. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Only one way to find out. So Mike Mike Evans is my low guy. I Again, I'm just, I think he's being drafted earlier than he is going to realistically be able to finish. I think you're taking too big of a risk that early. All right. Uh, let's take a break. We're going to cut to a word from us. We have a partner helping out with the podcast, and you'll hear about him. Probably right now. Howdy, partner. I don't know about you guys, but I've been counting down the days until the football season starts, and really for fantasy football. You're the kind of guy, you're in way too many leagues because you can't get enough fit. I restrict myself to my dynasty and my redraft league, but I'm always still on the sites during work usually, tinkering with my teams, and that's where Thrive Fantasy comes in. Yeah, and we're really excited to announce that we've partnered with Thrive Fantasy for the upcoming NFL season. Indeed we did. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. They've eliminated the need to do countless hours of research because they only ask you about the top-tier athletes. That means no deep dives, no sleepers, no hours of research, just betting on the stars that you love to watch play. Absolutely, and you're going to be choosing 10 player prop options from a list of 20 in order to build your lineup. These are all going to be guys like the Barkleys, the Jones, the Mahomeses. You think Mahomes will have over 297.5 pass yards, you take the over. It's as simple as that. Yeah, so each prop is going to have a fantasy point total that is associated with an over or under based on the likelihood for that prop bet to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. As you rack up points in your group, if you end up being in the uh, upper echelon, you're going to win a share of that prize pool, which means money! You used the word echelon? Yeah, I did. That's good. That's <laughs> a smart you. word. All right. They did. They had the- I thought you were putting me on the spot. No, man. <laughs> and they do more than just football, too. They cover NBA, MLB, PJ, and they even some esports. 
We played on some of the NBA games the other night and really ended up getting into the games and rooting for our guys. I didn't hit big, but I got my money back, so I'm going to be going back in and trying to win some more. So we really just sit around and watch football together every Sunday, just drinking beers. And there's no doubt that we're going to be playing some Thrive Fantasy against each other to try to borrow a few bucks from the other guy. So use promo code FANTASYBREWS, all one word, when you sign up today and you will receive an instant $20 bonus on your first deposit of $20 or more. So go and download the Thrive Fantasy app on the App Store, the Google Play Store, or by visiting their site at thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today, and don't forget to use promo code FANTASYBREWS. Now back to us in the basement. Wow. Thanks, us. It's a great basement. Thank you. It, it, it is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Been, work. We've been working hard. Jackie's stepdad has been working really hard while I just pay for things. I don't know how to do things, but I can pay for them. <laughs> That's all that matters, I guess, to me. It turned out well. Our superlatives. So superlatives are those things like you vote for in high school. Everyone gets put in... Um, Cutest, best smile, best eyes, most likely to succeed, biggest Johnson. Is that one? I'd pick David. David. <laughs> hey oh, <laughs> penis joke. Oh. Bow. But you folded into a irrelevant player joke. And that was the that was the funny part. You did a great job. <laughs> that was the fun. Like the, the penis part alone was. I, I thought it was clever. Yes, very <laughs> clever. Our first superlative is class clown. This is actually what I got voted in high school. (laughs) I don't think I got one at all. Yeah. How many people were in your high school graduating class? Um, 200 So I had almost 700. You had almost 700? It was like 680 or six high 600. shit. Yeah, just I might also be very wrong. (laughs) I probably am. I mean, you are who I would vote for a class clown from all the people I know in your class. I guess. (laughs) <laughs> well, I, I also might, I don't actually yeah, know. I didn't care about high school, so I also didn't care about a lot of people I went to high school with. <laughs> they can suck it, unless they're listening. Then thank you, you're awesome. <laughs> but then you probably actually still like, you know, like them and are friends with them. Yeah, whatever. My NFL class clown, I feel like for a good amount of these, we're going to have the same picks. I feel I, like a lot of these are obvious. George Kittle. I went with Zeke. Zeke as a clown? Yeah. Clown? I just like so I did these off the cuff. I prepared these. I prepared these like moments before we started recording, but I I, I thought of class clown and I I just pictured like Zeke jumping in the the uh, true. Pot. Okay, I get. It. And we, yeah. last year he did the he did the Dak Prescott yeah, uh, yeah. that little <laughs> whatever shimmy with his thyroid. I okay, I get it. Funny guy. I like and he's always. That way, he had that little feedback <laughs> gif where he's just going ham on the cereal. Okay, I can see Zeke. But Tell Kittle, us about Kittle. Always in a good mood. Uh, you listen to him mic'd up. He's hilarious. He's always, like, stealing the boom. Like, he'll be sitting on the bench. There'll be a boom above him trying to get some audio. He'll just grab it. And he'll just, like, start talking to you. He's, all, he's always – he's hilarious. He wears funny T-shirts. Like, he wore that shirt of – that he had a shirt signed by Jimmy G, and the shirt was Jimmy G shirtless on his own oh, shirt. Nice. <laughs> and I just so it made his body look less impressive. Essentially. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I mean, it was. I think George Kittle is hilarious. The <laughs> run, I'd say, honorable mention would of course be Kronk. I bet you. Oh, that's a fair one. I bet you. You already made uh, a bet. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a fair one. Oh, I bet you. Yeah, um, I bet you that Kittle's nose turns red in the cold too, just like a clown. Red nose. 
The Johnson joke was way better. I edit, can't follow that. Edit, edit this later. <laughs> <laughs> I could. Now don't edit it. Now, now it would be funny if you don't edit it. If we never stop Unless talking. we do edit. If we don't let any silence happen at any point, then I won't be able to edit it out. <laughs> All right, George Kittle. And uh, my school, my school selected two. They had a boy and a girl for each. So good. It's good to have us two. So did the, you choose a girl? Which one's the boy for the class class? Oh, oh, my! It was it was my friend Julia. Oh, nice. in real life, I didn't look these up. I should I should look them up. I don't think anyone would care. I guess. Oh uh, yeah. Brian went to high school with me. George Kittle, Ezekiel Elliott, good class clowns. Next I like up, it. cutest couple. I don't think we got the same one for this one because you know who I picked. Did you pick? Okay, go. Brady and Gronk. Okay. Oh, Gronk. Yeah. I thought about Grady and Godwin for a second. Um, I like Brady and Gronk. Well, that they, makes they, more sense. They're I, I reunited in Tampa. Gronk only came back because of Brady. How cute is that? Gronk is like the, uh, even though he's much younger than Brady, he left and came back. He's kind of like the like the college freshman that went back to like, prom <laughs> in high school. Except he's Which was younger I did. than Brady still. <laughs> yeah, but he like You went to your me. prom when you were in college? Oh, I'm just, like, you were yeah. that person? <laughs> I was... Were you dating her actually or you just went there as a... Uh, no, but yeah, it was. There's more involved. I was asked to, to ask someone, but I went with. I, did you have the sex? <laughs> no. Well, then why did you? I don't get I it. Went, I I got. I did. I was a virgin of, through high school. I don't know what I'm talking about, man. <laughs> senior year, baby. I think um, college, or else it was junior year. But I no, was I was in band. People were. We were different ages, uh, but still friends. So it was nice to see a lot of people. But Brady and Gronk. Not to mention, they're both very good looking guys. Gronk is, or Brady is obviously the more natural beauty. Gronk is just like, he's just sort of a sexy party guy. Yeah. You want to party with him and then you want to take body shots off his belly button <laughs> and abs, lick his nips. Well, okay, I'm getting too far now. <laughs> I've had a couple so of cows <laughs> and I get frisky. <laughs> but I looked at, on top of it all, I don't know how many cutest couples in high school had these stats. But <laughs> they have career hookup stats of 7,786 yards and 78 touchdowns. Wow. That's fucking nuts. Brady averages 123.9 passer rating when targeting ground compared to 94.7 of anyone else. They're made for each other. That's they insane. are the cutest couple. That target to inter- uh, sorry, that target to touchdown ratio sounds like number of times it, hooking up compared to number of times like finishing. For her. Whenever I hook up, I finish. <laughs> for, for the other, for the woman. Theoretically. Uh, you know, if you're into that. Who's your couple? So my couple, you went for like a, an older established couple, right? Like they've been around a while. They've, they're the, you know, well, they're not the Ross and Rachel. They're they the cutest. I they did. With, well, they didn't break up. Gronk <laughs> just went on, he went on vacation. But well, they were on a break. I went with the hot new couple. I went with Kyler Murray and his new wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. Hopkins oh. Coming to town in Arizona where it's hot and steamy. You got Kyler, he's young. <laughs> I bet he's handsome. They're both. You studs. bet he's handsome. You've They're... seen what he looks like. <laughs> I don't you like, know what he looks I don't like. like. Shorter guys. You don't like shorter... <laughs> wow, someone's shallow. <laughs> well, yeah, Kyler is. Oh, okay, that one's better. <laughs> that you're improving. You're improving. <laughs> jokes, at least. I just need to keep having the cow in the shallow, la 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 la. Is that a great song? Far from the shallow now. No, it's from uh, Stars Born. <laughs> In the So yeah, I, I'm really excited to see how this couple fares. I think they're going to dazzle a lot of people. I think they're going to get caught in the locker room once or twice. Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, super cute. I think they said, I think I saw something that actually they're like becoming very good friends. Yeah, I would hope that's true. 
So Brady and Gronk, <laughs> Kyler and DeAndre Hopkins. They're the new they're the new talk of the town couple. Okay. Now just for the record They got the votes just because they're fresh. Kyle and I weren't eligible for this. You had to be an NFL player, an active NFL player. Mm-hmm. And I actually I only play Madden. <laughs> Next up, best hair. Please have the same one as I I, I feel like we did because I only had I only prepared for like ten seconds. Should we stand on three? Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna stand on like after one, two, three? Gardner Minshew. Oh, did you include facial hair? I definitely <laughs> put I it like into it. effect. But his hair, his flow, anyways. Oh my God, Gardner Minshew. <laughs> he can just win cutest couple by himself. You can't like include the jorts in your. No, uh, not even. Did you see the 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 gif, the latest gif of him where he's doing the Zoolander turn and look, and he just flips his hair. <laughs> Does the mustache? He's got the flow. He's got the swag. He's got the hair. I didn't see it, but I heard about it. We should tweet it. Gardner Minshew, love the guy. So I went with Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's got he's got pretty cool head and head. shoulders. Yeah, I thought that was the main reason. I loved that like commercial, like the commercials before with Troy Palomalu. I I didn't like. I think they were funny. I didn't like like love them or anything, but they were funny for sure. But when they, you know, uh, had Palomalu and Mahomes going back and forth with offense and defense, that that was really funny. I like that a lot. So I vote Patrick Mahomes. All right, Minshew Mahomes for best hair. He was your Iron Man, right? Mahomes. Yeah, he's got pretty good hair. Yeah, Stark. Stark. Yeah, well, yeah. Facial. I mean, he can also afford good hair. <laughs> so can Patrick Mahomes. Uh, drama King. Oh man, do you think we were the same one for this one? Antonio Brown. I didn't put him because I didn't know if he was eligible. I put him because I, I mean. Going, he just got a suspension. I guess he is an, like he's an NFL He's just got player. it. Going back to last year. I don't like my new helmet. I don't want to wear those protective socks so I don't get frostbite. <laughs> I don't want to be on the Raiders. I retire. I want to play. I retire. I want to play. Now I'm a rapper. Okay. We get it. Antonio Brown, like, drama king. Get out. I don't oh, care. I'm laughing so much. He could be the class clown. He's yeah, I know. So I, he was my first thought. I didn't know. I didn't know if we, if I should put him or not. Who would you put if you couldn't put Antonio Brown as Drama King? Yeah, Dak. Oh, really? Okay, I, just for his con, just for his contract. That's talk. that's fair. Yeah, he's I'm just I, up for I, I think he's worth it. I think he deserves. The yeah, I do. He's but he's paid. also being. We'll see. He's a franchise tag this year, right? Yeah, or something like that. So if he proves it this year, he's gonna he's gonna get even more money than he. Could have gotten last year, or this, I guess this year currently. So I went with Odo Beckham Jr. I think I'm reaching back a year or two a little bit. Um, but I remembered a lot of funny moments. Drama does involve some really fun, exciting stuff too. So I think like the crazy one-handed catches are, are pretty dramatic in an exciting way. You have the time where he's like, you know, picking a fight with a field goal practice post thing on the sideline. <laughs> And you got oh, yeah, when he was kicking it <laughs> yeah, Remember that? And so he's done some pretty it's crazy passionate. stuff. Uh, I would prepare more things to talk about. Uh, we'll tweet him. He he's 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 pretty dramatic, but he's he's kept his cool this last you know year or so, and and especially in some trying times. So I'm excited to see what he does this year. Uh, Antonio Brown, dramatic in a good fashion. OBJ. This next one, most likely to listen to Creed. Now, the Creed thing I said earlier makes a little more sense. Can you take me higher <laughs> to a place where her blind man <laughs> Philip Rivers, obviously. Oh, my God. That, that was, is the most oh, obvious pick. I was between him and I put Greg Olson. He went. I feel like. Yeah, Greg Olson was pretty good, too. I guess <laughs> it. But yeah, that's good. Philip Rivers wears button up and po- bolo ties to his press 
conferences post games. He definitely <laughs> thinks true. he's the cool dad. And he also thinks Creed is good rock music. My dad had Creed CDs growing up. And look how I turned out. I actually love Creed. But just to popular songs, I don't know that deep discography. But it can take me higher. Philip does. Philip knows. Him and Greg go together. I feel like Greg is a good pick, too. I was literally between the two. I can show you my search history. And, and I don't want to see your search history. <laughs> but no, just for the last no, hour. Think. It's still. <laughs> yeah, it would be pretty bad. You would see my Bruce Clues answer. Philip Rivers and Craig Olson. I feel like those two are the, the dads of the NFL. Man, they've never played together, huh? They, they should get together. They could be a pretty cute couple. No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe like seven years ago. <laughs> the last superlative. I think we watched the same YouTube this video one. when we were figuring that stuff for Best Dancer. You said yours was an hour long? No, like five minutes. Oh. I didn't watch an hour long I think video. I watched like a five minute YouTube video of the best celebration dances from last year to pick the best dancer. Can we play a game with this one? Because I do think we have the same one this time. I don't think we do. You don't think we do? No. Okay. What game you want to play? I was going to make up something like like 20 questions, except we won't do 20, but like a quick back and forth of like, is your guy is your guy in the AFC? I, no, I, I picked the entire Seahawks receivers. <laughs> That's not who I picked. You probably picked TJ Chark. I did. Yes! I knew it! That's what I was going But... I picked the entire Seahawks receivers because they did the they did three coordinated dances like good ones. They did the bye 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 by In Sync, nice, and they did the new edition if it isn't love. Because if it isn't love, <laughs> why do I feel this way? Why does she stay on my mind? For those that don't remember, group celebrations used to be illegal to. Oh my god, right? I don't. They uh, they got rid of them for what like a, great a couple. Of, I don't know how many years it was back. total. But it was like three or four years they couldn't celebrate. That was the stupidest thing yeah. the NFL's ever done. Fuck you, Goodell. Glad they brought him back. <laughs> but I know they're they're the best. So touchdown celebrations are the best. Yeah, that's where my mind went as well. Uh, I didn't have any that you know. DJ Chark had some good ones. He was yeah. I don't I don't like remember seeing them last year. Like live. But they were, he was. Really Did you watch great. any live Jaguars games? Yeah, I mean, I, I probably on Red Zone where the touchdowns would happen. You know, <laughs> I probably saw him and I just don't remember. But DJ Chark, man, he's dancing and he dances around those DBs. Let's be honest. I love DJ yeah. Chark. Oh, he's excited. I love the guy. Those are our superlatives. Let us know on our Twitter. Do you like our um, picks? Do you disagree? What were your picks? Yeah, who do you think is the best dancer in the NFL? And also, who's the cutest couple? Or do you think Ben Roethlisberger's caveman homeless look is best hair? <laughs> I do. <laughs> if we were going to go with most successful, I was just going to go through like my high school football career with Melvin Gordon. Stop we, calling our, it a career. Our football team didn't Stop do calling anything. it a career. Not, it's not a career. <laughs> you One year on the JV team. But our team did nothing but give the ball to Melvin, and we went undefeated. So that was pretty great. <sighs> Anyways. Moving on from the superlatives, we're going to finish – off. Well, before we do Bruce Clues, um, some draft advice tips because everyone's draft's coming up and people, they need to know what to do. And hopefully you're going to see us implement some of these tips next week. Let's hit some main bullet points. My first one, don't follow suit. Do your own thing. Too many people see others like taking a quarterback right away and they only do it because other they see it's happening to other people. Like the pressure. Your, your kicker defense. Don't, don't even bother. <laughs> like take them if you if you're forced to take them in the last rounds. If you don't have, if you're not forced to take them in the draft, figure it out later. That's a especially great kicker. Yeah, like you can. They're not the worth a draft pick. You could pick up some random guy who you can end up trading, and don't follow suit. 
Yeah, I like that. My first tip is about drafting quarterbacks and tight ends late. So we already kind of talked about this a little bit. I won't go too, too in-depth. That's my next one. Nice. Yeah, I mean, so we talked about it at the top of the show. Quarterbacks, they just you only have to start one. They're one of, if not the easiest positions to predict. Mm-hmm. And when you draft a great quarterback like Lamar Jackson or Patrick Mahomes, you're passing on a great piece of offense that like a wide receiver or running back that you have to start multiple of leagues are starting two running backs three wide receivers yeah. those are more important can't you put can, a quarterback in the flex usually you don't need a quarter a stellar quarterback to win the season it it helps definitely but there are plenty of quarterbacks who can get a solid 15 to 20 a game yeah you don't need you know the the Lamar, he's great he's gonna win you weeks but you're gonna be in a bad position when you're when your players that you have to substitute in at receiver are, are worse this translates to uh, being open to streaming quarterbacks and, and tight ends fall in this category as well, which we'll talk about during the season. And then I literally also wrote a note about defense and kicker should be your last two picks. Yes. Defense and then kicker should be your last pick. And, and only again. even even then, only if you're forced to. Literally check your league settings. You yes. might not have to draft a kicker, and then you shouldn't until like I, I had, my, What's your I had ideal? no kicker on my dynasty team for like like the whole summer. <laughs> What's your ideal uh round for a quarterback? It it does depend. I found myself this year drafting Kyler Murray around the fifth or sixth round if he falls to the sixth, especially, which is much earlier than I usually draft a quarterback. It just goes it just goes along with my don't follow suit. People are gonna be taking Patrick Holmes to Lamar Jackson, probably third, fourth round. Don't follow suit right away. Okay. I don't know where Kyler's ADP is this year, right right now, because it's probably been going up. But if, if he's in if he falls to the sixth round of me or something like that, I I'll take the shot on him. But no, otherwise I'm gonna wait like we talked about Matt yeah. Stafford in like the ninth or tenth round. Yeah. Wait for that. That's fantastic. Main thing, cannot get over this, and your commissioner will thank you. Plan ahead. You don't want to be rushed on your pick, first of all, and make end up making a decision just because you have to get it out. Right. Many players have other stuff going on that also could affect their season that you want to kind of see what's going on with that player before ahead of time. And commissioners don't want the draft to drag on right there's it's beneficial for you it's beneficial for everyone else in the league nobody wants to wait for you to figure out if who you want to take between these two guys plan it out have your rankings and go with it yeah have a ranking set make adjustments to the it. biggest like to the biggest just the biggest thought you should put into it is what position are you getting next not what player you should already have what player from each position you want next right uh, also i mean pay attention to bye week yeah that could mm-hmm. affect it a little bit, but then even then, just look at your bye weeks, know who you're going to pick, and the hardest thing is really what position you're taking next. Be ready to go. I like it a lot. All right, my next tip is uh, about later in the draft. After you've kind of gotten your, your your starting lineup, and I don't like to use that phrase because that kind of implies draft a quarterback before you draft backup wide receivers and running backs, which very well might not be the case. Uh, you have to start more of them, and running backs, especially the depth, is, is pretty shallow, so you want to get some guys. But when you're later in the draft – and uh, you're drafting like receivers and running backs that aren't going to be in your typical starting lineup. You want to look for uh, players that have high upside, and you especially want to look for players that you'll know what's going on early in the season. Uh, we talked about Terry McLaurin before. He went undrafted in most leagues or almost all leagues. He had a great week one, and people picked him up, and he was great the rest of the year. So that happens every year. You need to have people you're ready to cut if you want to pick up a Terry McLaurin like that in week one. I usually do. I If I've got... a Two or three solid running backs. I'll take a risky pick. Right. I'll take a pick that could. Could I cut him week three? Sure. Absolutely. Easily. But could he pay off? Okay. But I've got. I the thing that matters. I've got my solid starters for the non buy weeks, like the non buy weeks, 
and he could pay off huge. Take those riskier players that that have a legitimate path to some upside. I jotted down a couple quick names uh, at, at a few positions that you can get super late in your draft, maybe even at the very end of your draft. Zach Moss, rookie running back in, in Buffalo. Maybe he gets a bigger, you know, carry share than we think he's going to get. He's the RB42 right now. Joshua Kelly is the same boat in in uh, Los Angeles with the Chargers. Sammy Watkins is the second receiver, receiver presumably, in in uh, with the Chiefs in Kansas City. He's the wide receiver 52. We talked about Brandon Ayuk. He's the wide receiver 60. Curtis Samuel could have a bigger role than people think. Wide receiver 61. Ian Thomas is the tight end 21. All these guys, you'll be able to look at week one and you'll be able to say, oh, okay, Zach Moss got three carries. I can drop him to pick up somebody else. Or Zach Moss got eight carries and you know and four targets. He actually might have a role in this offense and he's worth holding on to. So those guys that you'll know really early on and can make a decision, even if you cut them, great. That's more room for somebody else that you're going to want to pick up that nobody did in week one. So take those dart throws later on in the draft uh, with some guys that have uh, some realistic path uh, to some upside like Brandon Ayuk. My last... Uh advice don't be biased i never draft tom brady never draft tom brady i love him love the guy to death but i never draft him half because i don't want to jinx it half because <laughs> i don't want my emotions to get away and i don't take someone i obviously should pick over tom brady that sounds biased but in the, like the other way exactly <laughs> but it's less biased because there's only one player i love the tip too i mean i i don't talk about aaron Rodgers earlier i i would love like, to exactly have we're in wisconsin team. we're in wisconsin <laughs> people from the who aren't from wisconsin don't realize the packers are freaking everything here oh my gosh everything and i agree but and i'm smart in my fantasy draft people who take aaron Rodgers goes probably on average the third or fourth he round was like the second draft. third fourth round in the it's last ridiculous few years. i'm sure that, that's why i'm interested any in league i mean it's ridiculous don't be biased i like the tip all right my, la- my last tip is kind of funny because i Usually, I, I and I, this still applies, let the draft come to you. Uh, don't go in saying, I'm going to draft at this position in this round, and then this one, and then this one. You know, See what happens. Be able to react. Doing mock drafts you know, to Kyle's first or second tip being prepared is really important. But this year specifically, I, there's a pattern that I've been seeing that I've, that I've found in the couple mock drafts I've done, and also in some of the best ball drafts that I've done. I don't love the running backs in the third or fourth round, there's a lot of guys that I have concerns about, whereas the receivers that are available there, I I really like. So I actually have a strategy this year where, again, I I see what happens, but a lot of the time I'm finding myself drafting running back in the first couple rounds and switching to receiver. And just to highlight some of those names, receivers available in the third and fourth round, you have Galladay, Cooper Cup, Amari Cooper, (laughs) AJ Brown, DJ Moore, Allen Robinson. There are other names I didn't want to list a bunch uh, in the third or fourth round. So you can stack up running backs early and get those really high-tier guys and still have really quality receivers. Especially the, if it's not a rounds. PPR. Yes, absolutely. That, like that's, uh, a non-PPR adds so much more focus on certain style running backs than wide receivers. In your league, we start three wide receivers. So yes. that they're even more valuable in that, in that scenario. And, and But then, it's not PPR. Correct. So, so, I guess that, so it's kind of it's kind of it kind of breaks even with that because I don't know I I just let the people vote on what they want to do right and I I if we has enough votes I change up and people said last year they wanted to add another starting wide receiver I said three I'm more than okay with starting three wide receivers absolutely absolutely no problem with it was that. fun it was fun you got to play because then that forces people to play the waiver wire a little bit and right. actually pay attention right it makes you the waiver wire is dry. For sure, but... <laughs> because you have an extra position. But yeah, I mean, it just makes it all that more you know yeah. invested and exciting in it. So with those receivers I listed off, the running backs going in the same uh, area, the third and fourth round. Todd Gurley, Chris Carson, uh, Leonard Fournette, Melvin Gordon, Le'Veon Bell, and David Johnson. So uh, there are some names I'm okay with there. I, I kind of like David Johnson this year. But I, if I can load up with like, you know, Josh Jacobs and Kenyon Drake or something... 
And then grab like DJ Moore. That was a good one. That was a good that open. A really like that was a solid opening. That sounded like an existing soundbite. And now that was that was live. live. You live heard it. Freaking live. <laughs> so I, if I can get some really nice running backs early and then come back with like Galladay and Allen Robinson or DJ Moore and AJ Brown, I'm feeling really good in my draft. So I kind of like that. But again, I do just I note that you shouldn't like go in the draft saying I'm going to draft this position in this round. If things change, if in the first round I'm at like at the seventh pick, I, I might be taking that Michael Thomas or Devontae Adams if the you know the tier of running backs. Kind of I dips. hate those picks. I hate the it's being like the right middle. middle. The, uh, I hate that. If you're like one or two from the turn, you can play some really fun mind games with like, okay, well, yeah. I'm pick 10 out of 12. So those two guys have a bunch of receivers, so they're going to draft running back. So I'm going to draft my you know running back now and get a receiver out on the way back. Those are draft picks or draft picks, <laughs> draft tips, mm-hmm. draft pick tips. If you're a novice and you're just trying to stay in the competition, follow those tips. You'll seem smarter, first of all, and you'll do better. Don't be that person who drafts Aaron Rodgers in the second round. Which is like most of our listeners. Don't do it. And let us know if you have questions. You can DM us on uh, Twitter or I guess just tweet at us. Uh, and we would be happy to answer your questions on the show. If you're in the middle of a draft and you really need help... DM us and we will call you. We're going to tweet your Kyle's phone we're gonna, number? I'm going to call you. We're not going to tweet my phone <laughs> We're going to call you and we're going to be like, hey, let's help you out here. You just put That's us on how speaker? much we care. That's put how much in- we need listeners. We are willing to call you during your draft. <laughs> we'll do your draft. Just put us on speakerphone just, in yeah. like a potted plant and yeah. somewhere. And just put an Airbud in. Airbud? What are they called? I think. I think that's- Airpod. Oh, Airbud's Air the Bud. dog that plays basketball. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to create some earbuds. Airbud earpods. You were close. You're in the vicinity. Well, they call them earbuds. I feel like they they miss a real opportunity there calling them earbuds. Unless Maybe there's like a copyright issue. Well, I don't know. Now they got like Santa paws and... Like with our old... They got like puppies in space and shit like that. <laughs> Bring Is back it? the old... Airbud played football for a little bit. I saw those movies. Did you? The Airbud movies? I, I mean, I couldn't I like saw the, count them, but yeah. I I've saw got them. the football <laughs> one. I do have the football one. But that's the only one I cared about. I cried during that thing. After one of these... He punched the ball. He punched the basketball. He says, get out of here, buddy. Get out of here. Get I don't want you no more. I don't know why he's an old man in this, because it's a high school kid. Middle school You're kid. making him an old man. Yes, in okay. this situation. In just my voice. Yeah, yeah. But I cried during that. I'm like, fuck, man. That dog was scoring buckets for you, and that's... you're just going to get him going? He also loves pudding. <laughs> That's what I remember. And there was, like, one of and there was a creepy clown guy. I don't. <laughs> what a weird movie. After one of our. What a weird <laughs> ass movie that was. After one of our more intense and indulging episodes of Fancy Brews, we'll have to. Maybe Saturday we'll watch. It. We'll watch the football one. Bring the. Project- I think it's called Golden Retriever. Golden Receiver. That makes. It's. <laughs> that's the pun. Golden Retriever is just a, a, a type of dog. Yeah. But it's called Golden Receiver. <laughs> He also plays volleyball and baseball. I think it's called I I Seventh it. Inning Fetch. Oh, okay. Tweet us your favorite Air Butt movie. Well, because <laughs> now there's like Air Buddies where it's a bunch of puppies and they like go to space. They like help. So they're Santa. still making. They them? like help Santa Claus now. The original dog has to be dead, right? Oh yeah, Bud. Bud, buddy. <laughs> Man, what a sad day that His must name have been. Buddy. I need to go back and mourn. I love those movies growing up. I, again, I can't recount them, but I I watched the other ones, but. Only like once the football, the basketball one I watched multiple times. The original Airbud, <laughs> it's a classic. I like it. Um, those are tips. Moving on to Bruce Clues. Do you want to start because I'm winning? 
Or should I start because I'm winning? Uh, that's a great point. If I start and you get it, I'm going to feel... To mind game now. I'm betting when you pick who goes first. I'm playing mind game. Let's can we like flip a coin or something? Nope, I don't have one. I've got this signed Brett Favre helmet. <laughs> I don't know if I'll flip it though. That's a little expensive. If, I'm gonna press a drop, and if it's a good sounding one, like a positive thing, then I'll start. If it's like a, a negative context drop, then you start. You're missing. <laughs> I can't see the base. Is it good? I don't know. I'll start. All right. <laughs> All right. Boom, boom, boom. Mine, I'm going to start. I'm up 3-0 on the season. Despite finishing the season at the number 58 ranked wide receiver last year, this guy is ranked as the 25 this year by Fantasy Pros. He had five touchdowns last year. So, Despite finishing the season at the number 58 wide receiver last year, this guy is ranked as the 25 this year and had five touchdowns last year. So he was 58 last year with five touchdowns, but this year he's ranked as the 25th yes. wide receiver. Uh, oh, man. I'll hold this up for you. So oh, you thank you very much. Teams. That's nice. Uh, so so he's projected to do a lot better this year, five touchdowns, 58. Uh, the list I pulled up on my computer initially of teams is alphabetical, and the Ravens catch my eye, and I wonder if Marquise Brown is... Not the answer. No. <laughs> no shut finish. up. Shut so. up. No, no. Get out of here. That is your... No, it's incorrect. It is a good guess, though. I it was is. way it on, is. more on base than last week. It's a decent guess. He was a punt return man the first two years of his career, right? And he had one return for a touchdown. His most touchdowns in a season was his rookie year with eight. He had seven receiving and the punt return. Um, his most yards receiving, though, was in 2016 with 1,448 yards. Again, punt return man, first two years of his career where he had one return. Most touchdown, total touchdowns in a season was his rookie year with eight. Most yards receiving was in 2016 with 1,448 yards. I have another guess that I'm not. Don't say it until you know because I will interrupt me. Take that. <laughs> interrupt you. Shut up. You're going Hollywood. So this Hollywood is, City. This is technically my first guess right now. Bite me. Okay. Um, okay. Ooh. No, that wouldn't make sense. I feel like the person I'm thinking of is going lower than the 25th receiver. Ooh. But ooh. he's been in the year. Ooh, uh, he's in been, the league he's long, been enough. long enough. I don't know where he finished. Mm. Maybe he's probably better than 58 last year too. I don't think that would make sense. Oh. Go! I have to do it. I'm going to say Julian Edelman. <gasps> no! Incorrect. Last uh. question. Clue. AFC South, Jags, Colts, Texans, Titans. Same? Same division as last, last week. Year. Last week. And it's Jags, Philip Rivers. I bet. Colts. It's, he didn't. Uh, it, it's Philip Rivers. I'm sorry. Oh. Yeah. That was not my guess. You said receiver. Um... The Jags receivers are all too young. The Texans receivers, uh, ooh. Now you have me thinking that it might be one of them, but I had one from the Colts that comes to mind. I don't think the Titans are going to have anybody involved. I'm going to say T.Y. Hilton. Yeah! yeah! T.Y. Hilton! I Cobb. Can you, he, I, I'm surprised he had five touchdowns last year. Yeah. I am I, honestly surprised by that. I've been looking at ADPs more recently because I'm recording a podcast about fantasy football, and so it's, it's it's helping. That's the main reason I was shocked that he had five touchdowns last year. Like I, 
obviously he was hurt a majority of the mm-hmm. season and he went didn't do much. He wasn't there, but he still somehow he got five touchdowns. Finish. He got five touchdowns out of it. And yeah, the finish of 58 going to 25. Um, but still, isn't that weird though? His most touchdowns is his rookie year with eight. Yeah, that that is interesting. I, I think that's what made me rule out Cobb. Yeah. Or like why I decided yeah, to over Cobb's got it. I don't remember his rookie year either though. So that's well, I, not I was thinking Cobb's had to have a season that was more than eight touchdowns. That's a good point. Is his biggest maybe, I don't know. Cobb had um twelve in twenty fourteen and eight in twenty twelve. Wow. Remember, we were talking about the wide receiver two of the Packers a while ago. <clears throat> but T.Y. Hilton, I feel like, I don't want to say overhyped, but I feel like his stats aren't what you think they are. It's funny, because like my, my general thought on T.Y. Hilton is that he's a a small value this year. I, I don't, I'm not trapped him way above 25, but I, I He finishes, I like don't him. get me wrong, he finishes in like the top 25 a lot, but still his stats aren't as crazy as you might think. I mean, he's he's the wide receiver one on a team that's got a pretty decent offense, a great offensive line, and they're switching quarterbacks, but it's not like they're going to a rookie. Yeah. They have a guy with plenty of experience in throwing interceptions. Probably his last year with the Colts this year. You think that this will be it right now? That's what they're saying. Ooh, that'll be interesting. All right. You got one point. Score is three to one, but I could get some more. I hope that you don't. I. That's the point <laughs> of the game. All right. Uh, so I think my clues are a little less flushed out, but that's totes fine. What do you mean by flushed out? I think I have less words in each. Oh one. yeah. Well, I just I, I don't know. I feel like it was it was kind of hard because I, I I I like to include enough but not give it away. I want to know if the listeners get these before you know like yeah. Like, but can we trust? Yeah, exactly. I, I think fuck no, we can't. They're, <laughs> They're gonna, gonna say, say like, I got it before you. Anything. I yeah. have 30 points so far. It's been three episodes. Call him the hell down. Yeah, get out of here, Jared. Fucking liar. Is All right. A, if there's a Jared out there, I'm, I apologize for calling you out specifically. But Unless you're a liar, Jared. Yeah, also, fuck you, Jared. <laughs> Sorry. Fuck Tweet you. us at Fantasy <laughs> Spot. <laughs> All right. So, my first clip. Uh, since being drafted in the early first round of their rookie draft, which I consider within the top 10. So, since being drafted in the top 10 picks of their rookie draft, this player has been in the top 12 of their position every year in half-point leagues. Son of a bitch. You're not even giving me the position. <laughs> Since they're picked It'll in the obvious. top 10 of their rookie draft, they finish in the top what? Top 12, so they've been a blank one every year they've been in the league. Um. Oh, man. Since they were drafted. This is so basically, they've been really good... Since they've been in the league, however long that is. It's uh, not like a rookie or something. That would be shitty. <laughs> the one year was real good. Um, I'm going to go with... Oh, fuck, dude. This is so much harder when you don't tell me the position. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, I'm going to go with Deshaun Watson. It is not Deshaun Watson. Oh, wait. I get to press a button. <laughs> Yay! You hit the three. correct one. I would have gotten the points. I hit the correct one okay. in hitting the wrong one. better line. give me the position of this next fucking clue. This player last year had 116 receptions on 142 targets for 1,005 yards and four touchdowns. This ranks them as the 22nd best uh, receiving stat line in, I'm sticking with half point PPR. Repeat that. Their uh, receiving stat line last year was 116 receptions on 142 targets. 
uh, for a total of 1,005 yards and four touchdowns. That ranks them 22nd uh, on, I guess, like the receiving stat list. Austin Hooper. It's not Austin Hooper. I like the guess. That was a good guess. I well, and you're, I feel like you're trying to throw me off with the fucking, it could be a running back or 10. <laughs> I feel like it's not a wide receiver. You're yeah. not giving me the position. <laughs> this isn't going to This isn't gonna give me the position either. Just give me the fucking coverage. <laughs> God damn it. Should we make it a rule? We can make it a rule going forward. To give the position? Yeah, in some way. We'll talk about it afterwards. Definitely uh, helps. The last clue is, uh, I took the same division from last week as well. They're in the NFC South. Uh, so that would be the uh, Saints, Panthers, Bucks, Falcons. Saints, Panthers, Books, Falcons. I said Hooper. Oh, he's not in that anymore. Um, True. Saints, Panthers. Kamara was dealing with an injury. Can have been Kamara. I feel like I feel like if it's Jared Cook, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> if it, it, oh, I'll buy you a little time with the beer crack. Saints, Panthers. Bucks, Falcons. I'm gonna go with. Is it Calvin Ridley? Did I press that the second time, or is this? The I other? don't know. I don't know. Who is it? Just, just in case, it's Christian McCaffrey. You were right. I was, <laughs> was Jonesing on you with the. I knew. I, I was knew. trying to figure out how to phrase it so it wasn't like. I guess I didn't realize he had over a thousand receiving yards. Yeah, he was in the thousand thousand club. He had over a thousand rushing yards and receiving yards. I'm totally down to make. It's so much <laughs> harder when you don't know the position. There's so many. It's literally so many more players if you don't know the position. Yeah, and like, yeah, I was. That was my plan was to hopefully fool you with the receiving line. But then like, again, with that, there's that only that crazy, so many players but... you can actually fool with that line. There's like the right. Travis Kelsey, Kittle, right. McCaffrey, Kamara. Those are like the players I mean, you can get. That's with why that. I phrased it as like I took his receiving line. I calculated the fastest points for a half point league. And then I compared it to the I shouldn't list. have wasted my last because I'm a wide receiver. I knew it wasn't a wide receiver. I knew it wasn't a wide receiver. <laughs> I should have gone with the obvious McCaffrey. <laughs> Fuck. Well, shit. All right. You're still up three to one. Three to one. Three to one. Oh, man. And I, I maybe I was a little devious there. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, if people start responding to Twitter, we can take some live ones. That would be exciting. It sure. would be. It would be. Yeah, we can come up. You know, I figured we'd kind of like formalize the rules a little bit as we go. So maybe like the first clue should always directly, you know, supply the position or something. So next week we got a a mock draft in store. We're gonna do a mock draft using the Sleeper app. Um, to really well prep for TBD. Ours. I want to see if there's a better okay than Sleeper. If, if you guys know a way. very good mock draft app, let us know. I'll pay for it. He'll pay for it. And I'll use it. There's got to be something that like just auto does the picture. Besides this, I don't do mock drafts. You should. I know. I know you should. I don't. <laughs> I got They're more fun. things to do. In that note, do best ball drafts for like a dollar, and then everyone's invested, and it's not a computer picking. It's, it's more accurate. Um, final notes. Add your final notes to this podcast. Man, I I don't know if I have any major final notes. I should probably be thinking about these as as the episode goes on. Just um, state your opinions i think i think it was a great episode uh i'm excited to listen to it two more times myself <laughs> and definitely take you know those draft uh tips you know with you for sure listen back to at least that segment of this episode maybe right before you head into your draft it's really going to help out uh it's important to just be fluid make sure you're making decisions based on what ex- you experience 
Uh, and let us know if you have any questions for sure. I mean, about fantasy football, but specifically with drafts coming up, we'd love to take them, uh, you know, answer them on Twitter and or on the show. Minshew mania is real. Tighten up and go Pats. <laughs> oh, we're going we're gonna to get it. Look, look at you. Oh, I got this. I got this. I got it. You, you just want to record your start. Look at you. I'm ready. I don't think. All right, ready? Yeah. Hold on. Go to 10 in your mind. Go. Wait. Go. 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 Go.